Listener discretion is advised. Previously on Fantastic Forum. It doesn't even make sense for Loki to be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I wouldn't buy it just because of Loki. Yeah, like he literally stands out. That's some 99 cent store. Oh, we it up. We got to make a new one. Send it <laughs> off to the 99 cent store. Marv Wolfman's over here tweeting about Titans, a show nobody's watching. But nobody is tweeting about Into the Spider-Verse about, hey, what the f***, you know? That's true. Look, we can be the first. I hate him even more now because he ruined my joke. <laughs> right. It was him. He's the one that ruined it by being the wrong person in your head. It just feels like very uninspired. It's like, oh, here's a Green Lantern and it's a candle. His name is Wax. Full name, Wax Day Ass. I would be interested to find out what kind of Green Lantern story you want to tell us. It'd be the, the first Green Lantern with a ring. Tune in to Fantastic Forum Live, Wednesday nights, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific, on allgames.com. The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Its pulsating sounds penetrate deep into your ear canal to stimulate your cochlea in ways no other show can. This is your final warning. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Rico, I get the keys where I just come in and I'll be counting music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? <laughs> Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh, no, you wanted to play little dude instead. Aquaman's a hero! What's better than number one looks like? I guarantee you blow the load like a shot. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic, bro. Acceptable. Neither rain nor sleet nor snow will keep us from talking shit over these all games bandwidth shit about comics and movies and sometimes a little politics. But it's what we do. It's what you come here for. We're here with you once again, live with a lot of rain coming down. So if you hear a little background noise, it's my tin roof clinking and clanking. Uh, Mary Young is late. He's too busy on the phone with somebody, but he should be back. We were... Oz and I were kind of taking bets if to see if he was gonna call in during the intro, but yeah, I lost that one. Yeah, but your your intro makes sense because it's raining over there, it's snowing over here. Oh wow, yeah. How cold is it over there? I it's probably low thirties right now. 
It's cold enough to snow, so I'm guessing about 31, 32. Yeah. But it's going to drop down to minus 5 by the end of the week. Fuck. Yeah, I don't... I'm glad. Like, I was bitching because last week it got down to, like, 40, <laughs> 42. Look, minus 5 is not that bad. North Dakota, I was doing with minus 40. Yeah. Fuck. So you can't even step outside because the wind just hurts your face. You know what? I just realized we need meteorology music. Make a note of that next time we talk about the weather. How often do we talk about the weather? Look, I've got the fucking uh, buzzing sound for you that we haven't used since I got it. I actually have two because I know well, you. Want, I know you wanted bees, but you're a barber, so I got the uh, turning on uh, clippers. Oh, the clippers you'll use whenever I talk about. Oh, let's see. I might drop you when I answer. Hello? Yeah, you kind of kind of broke up a little. Oh, I got both of you. No. Got both of me? Oh. I don't I don't think Lawrence can hear us. Oh. Uh, see. Okay. Let me call him. Let me bring him in. What? Wait. Who am I talking to? This this Larry. is Lawrence. So I can Would hear you? both of you. You can't hear each other? I can't hear no. Larry. <laughs> oh, this is cool. I got a conference to both of you. So I can talk shit to someone and have somebody else secretly listening besides well, I, besides the government of course larry could talk I shit about me to you and i could cry to you about larry <laughs> but hey and none will what be the wiser this is funny because you're both talking at the same time now okay yeah. so one of you has to hang up i'm guessing mo because we need mayor young to to field any calls because he's got the fantastic forum official skype how's that okay and then i'll do the intro or is he gonna do the intro let's figure that out when you guys can hear each other because you guys are talking over each other now so mo go ahead and hang up uh lawrence see if you can add mo i just tried to did it not work hello hey jay that's not mo that's not mo at all I'm not Mo. <laughs> I told Lawrence, "Hey, add Mo," and then I hear you. I I added Mo and Jay. I thought they were on. I thought Jay was on the call too, but I guess not. What? Oh, I'm there's here. Mo. Yeah. Larry, I can't believe you. You show up late, then you shit on my intro. Oh, were you doing the show? We're on. Yeah. And what What time do you think this show starts? Yeah. I mean, Wait, it's 6.30 now, so I thought like it wasn't going to start for like another five minutes. No, not look, <laughs> when, I, when I end up hosting, we start on time. Oh, my bad. <laughs> new I'm year, sorry. new us. Let me be quiet. I apologize. No, now you do it. I'm, you don't You don't want me to do it, man. I like I had a bad day. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'll bring the right energy. I don't want to. I don't want to mess up our show. It's so awesome. Thank you well, for spilling it over into the show. I know. See, <laughs> I messed it up already. Who's taking out garbage in the game? What? Jay. Taking out garbage. Yeah, I am. I'm actually officially. I'm kind of at work working. Oh. Did we? One we, of the we called you automatically. Um, I think maybe. I thought you might have just been trying to see if I was on a break. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jay. Should we let you do your thing? Um, I don't mind if you don't, but you probably do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if it, if you're gonna sound like you're moving fences, then yeah. Yeah, I don't mind personally, but my ears are bleeding. <laughs> Jay, if you get a break, call us, okay? I would do that. All right. All right. Wait. Okay. Up your forum. Um, <laughs> what do you say? Happy. So, that's it. Okay. Oddly enough. Okay, you, you gotta drop aside from the background noise. Okay, drop them from the call. I can still hear stacking boxes or whatever. 
Jay, you should you should actually hang up, Jay. Don't you have Jay. control, Lawrence? I guess I do. I hold on because I couldn't. I can't kick him off, so I just muted him. I didn't know I could, but uh, let's see. I guess I could remove him from call. Oh, there you go. Uh, I guess. I guess we're not all that new. Yeah. <laughs> There it is. So, so go ahead, Mo, before you were so rudely interrupted. Yes, Mo, please. I'm sorry. Hello? Ah, you killed him. Mo, are you there? Wait, is he really gone? I don't know. He is. Okay. I don't even see his little symbol. Oh, he's... Okay, I'll put. I'll get him back. Oh, oh I see God. him. He's he's on video now. There we go. I'm back. I'm glad you're what wearing happened? pants. I don't know. It, when, I, when you hung up on Joe, it dropped me. I had muted him already, but I don't know. Anyway, needless to say... <laughs> We have Mayor Young over in Kingwood. What up? <laughs> I'm sorry, I, was, I forgot that I was supposed to say something. Like, Hello. Thing, right? Am I gonna, almost... am I gonna cut any of this or? Nah, fuck it, leave it. It's... <laughs> the magic. If I... you do cut it, make two cuts. Make one that's unedited and one that's edited, and then we'll put the unedited one. We'll charge a dollar for it. Because <laughs> we, I, I, I set it up. We can actually do premium on Podbean now. Yeah, pe- people are going to pay a dollar to hear us fumbling around and trying to... Okay. Well, it's part of the fun. Like, if when our show's too edited, it's like... We're, like, remember those times that we did the... the We recorded the shows because we couldn't do them live? Like, yeah. those were too fo- polished. They weren't as fun. At least I don't think so. Yeah, we got to talk about this Podbean pre- pod premium when we get a chance. But now, it's comics. Go. <laughs> well, as always, we're brought to you by Jeffrey's Comics, LA, and South Bay's premier comic book establishment or should i say pop doll establishment <laughs> it seems like they're making way more money on that than anything else these days but they still have comics and they have a deal for you if you go in there and mention us you'll buy three trade paperbacks you get the fourth one free that means you could get all black science up to date all deadly class which airs tonight we're actually going up against them in most markets yeah, and uh, you know, volume no issue thirty five came out today too. Um, yeah, we got a whole promotional email about that. Yeah, but the f- one thing you do have to do for Jeffries to get all those cool things is give him a call three one zero five three eight three one nine eight. That number again is three one zero five three eight three one nine eight. As well as you could always go to jeffreyscomics.com to see what they have. Usually that's reserved for more higher end collectibles, but. Who knows? Maybe they got a market, uh, online market going now. Also, you can be part of the show. You can join us in chat or give us a call. And want to get in on the want to get in on want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com/live. Join the party. You know you want to. There's no stop button on this thing. You just <laughs> <laughs> right now in chat, Hex says, Podmean Premium, me and Mo can do a pop show and people will pay? Yeah, we can. Says, uh, I, can't, I can't get into Discord. I don't know why. Tiger Claw says, what's up, Fantastic Forum? How about that Spider-Man Far From Home trailer? Mysterio is a good guy. We'll probably see him become a villain in the third act. Oh, look, I didn't want to get into this. Larry had a bad day today. But what time? Plus, spoiler alert. Yeah, did you watch the trailer for Spider-Man from Far From Home? I did. Okay, so Tyre Claw thinks that he's a good guy, but he's not. This is thinks he, who's a good guy? Mysterio. Why does he think that? Because there was a news story earlier on that about the dude playing him. I forget his name. Gyllenhaal guy, the cowboy. Jake Gyllenhaal. You mean the Prince of Persia? Uh, yeah, yeah. My favorite Iranian. <laughs> um, 
he uh he basically said that he he's a good guy and, and all this but it's it's that's just stupid bullshit that i mean anybody that's even even watched mysterio in a cartoon mm-hmm. knows that that's how he plays it like he mm-hmm. create a crisis and then he'll come and 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 pretend like he's a good guy and then you know that's part of him tormenting spider-man through psychological uh warfare either the way people look at spider-man or the way people perceive him you know like it's that's basically if they fuck that up in this movie they're not even fit to write a spider-man cartoon you know what i mean (laughs) you tell tell them yeah Uh, you know so i saw that i I actually i like the trailer and one of my favorite things at first i thought it was like oh man sandman looks tight and then hydro man in it too oh and then I realized, oh wait, no, they're they're Mysterio illusions. Yeah, he's using yeah. both those things. Yeah, to make himself look good. Right, and discredit you know Spider Man for whatever reason he might have. Um, one thing I did like was I a little thing about me is right now I'm I'm kind of I, I wish Joe was able to do the show because he talks about Jinji Ito a lot and this. Yeah manga where spirals torment people you know like they see spirals everywhere as they're going into madness Mm -hmm. and uh i have a similar thing only i'm not tormented i'm actually i love it i keep seeing triangles everywhere and tetrahedrons Mm. it's like they're my favorite shape you know so (laughs) really why is that i I would not have i didn't realize that was a category of favorite shapes i i do it's a category just not one i was would have suspected Bose's participating in which what do you think was my favorite shape the female body no no i i I just assume you did not have a favorite shape i mean like you know they just think of the adjectives that you can use for a triangle like there's a ton obtuse acute pythagorean (laughs) word like no other (laughs) shape has that but that's beside the point i i it pops up in in you know when i'm studying other civilizations and witchcraft and things like i keep seeing triangles everywhere even when i'm watching stuff and then i'm watching far from home and with the the mystical weapon that mysterio is using to fight off this hydro beast monster thing is a he's like doing like a doctor strange kind thing but he's like using a tetrahedron as a Mm -hmm. weapon i was like oh that's so cool yeah yeah, that's that's my you like the trailer uh you know it's still not better than into the spider-verse but uh, very little is mj still looks like she needs to take a shower that's true and then uh she's still fly though nah she's not she's cute as hell nah like like yeah nah she's She's not. Oh, okay. Not Mary Jane worthy, you know what I mean? Well, I don't think she looks like Mary Jane. That I'll give you. But even like, even if she was like a person of color and they decide to, like the casting, like Mary Jane's supposed to be like, she can't decide whether she's going to be a model or an actress. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Fine. She could do both. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you're saying that 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 young lady can't. I mean, I think she could clean up and be like a model actress. I mean, she does it for a living now. Right. In that movie, (laughs) like she, you know, they don't do her like that. Like, I, I don't know what grungy. Yeah, interesting take. Like I don't understand why they do that, but well, because you can't be smart and hot at the same time, according to Hollywood. I mean, is she being smart or hot? I mean, you say she's not hot. Is she being smart in this, in these movies? Yeah, well, yeah she's, she's in that, that, that. She's in that uh, like gifted school for science. Oh right, right. You know, like she leads the team. Yeah, right, right. I forgot. She leads the was it the master debaters team or something? <laughs> Uh, what yeah. what do you think they're gonna call the last movie? Like how is home gonna be incorporated? Like can't well, it be like can't go home? It just depends how uh how this how this movie turns out. Like if I end up hating it, they're just gonna be called Mo, just stay the fuck home. 
that would be hilarious. Like, we should cut a trailer just for that. <laughs> just to be like, oh, stay at home. <laughs> it's like if they do that scene where it, 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 we'd have to create that scene where this Mary Jane knocks on his door and he opens it and she goes, face it, Tiger, you just hit the jackpot. But she's still like in PJs and <laughs> yeah, Mo, just stay the fuck home. Spider-Man. And then, and then behind him is uh, behind him is friggin uh, Ganky Ned. Ned <laughs> behind her, Ganky May, Ned. With Tony Stark actually like embracing Aunt May. <laughs> and then oh, Peter calls him Hot Aunt May is still trippy. Yeah, I, I don't mind it too much. Oh no, I don't mind. Like Ultimate Aunt May was was definitely you know much much more uh, fashion forward. It's just interesting though that you know because old though you know yeah Mo wants but old May because he wants at uh, he wants Spider Man or whatever. Yeah, I would like to see Spider Man, but that's what we have Sony for to make the good Spider Man movie. <laughs> there it is. Uh, big man in chat says, uh, "Oh shit, I scrolled up." It says triangles and pyramids historically seen as structures of power and stability. And then Billy O.K. says, "More like far from interested." Oh. Hey says, "Far from good." Damn, sick burn. I have yet to see Homecoming. And then you should watch Homecoming. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, big man also says, "Mo is going to love it as usual." I mean, let's hope that's the case. I mean. Larry, I know you like Ultimate, so you like, you know, Peter dealing with Nick Fury like that and people knowing his identity and whatnot. But I personally don't like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I, I feel where you're coming from. And I wouldn't mind a traditional Spider-Man movie. You know what I'm saying? But in I, I think what the way I see it is more so like with the Marvel Cinematic Universe being what it is, I can understand not only why they went the route they went, but also like looking at the direct influences from the ultimate universe. And and you know, it's kinda like universe why bother influences from a universe that just destroyed got destroyed because they didn't have anything good going on. Oh, I wouldn't say that at all. Like it, 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 the only thing they kept was uh was who was the that the was it the Wolverine guy and then Miles Morales. I mean, I don't know if that's the only thing they kept because like what I what I'll say is this is the Ultimate Universe has a certain sensibility to it that the six one six couldn't have initially, and I think that that sensibility has crept into the mainstream Marvel Universe since the Ultimates demise. Like, for, for instance, Secret Wars, that wouldn't have happened, I don't think, before you had the Ultimate Universe. And it's like, you know, it's like understanding that stories like that can happen and that they can be a little bit, you know, edgy. Like, even going back to, like, say, uh, Hickman on Infinity, you know what I'm saying, or, or on Avengers and doing that Infinity, leading into that Infinity storyline, I feel like the Ultimate Universe laid the groundwork for all that kind of stuff happening. Like, editorial understanding and realizing, like, you know what, that kind of story can work even in the mainstream Marvel Universe because it works well in the Ultimate universe so you know but that's just an opinion thankfully <laughs> but i i i feel I you like i do that to spider-man I, I, like so i saw them do it to the avengers like they did in the comic like you said the sensibility carried over for the comics i don't see any of that sensibility going into the amazing spider-man book you talk about the book that's out right now all of them dan slot did his thing no matter what happened to the ultimate universe 
Yeah, that's true. But you can even say, like, before the Ultimate Universe, I'm not sure a Spider-Verse would have gotten greenlit, you know? And it's not to say that Dan Slott wouldn't have had the idea. I'm not saying it like that. But I don't know that the powers that be at Marvel would have been like, yeah, that's what we should do, you know? Like, let's let's take that risk, you know? It's like, I feel like they used the Ultimate Universe to a degree as a test bed for ideas. And when they realize, like, okay, those ideas, some of those ideas have legs and some of them have more legs than they would have even thought, they were like, okay, now we bring that idea into the 616. Yeah, well, let Spider-Man do that because at first we were like, I don't know, it seems kind of crazy. But now we're like, you know what? There's all types of things that happen over in that universe. People embraced a Spider-Man that wasn't Peter Parker. So then, yeah, maybe let's go ahead and try try uh, a whole bunch of people that are Peter Parker adjacent, you know? So um, I think we have a collar, Mo. Pick it up. <laughs> you said pick it up? <laughs> It's up. I'm just letting you... Uh, Holler, who are you? What the fuck do you want? <laughs> I'm going to start answering calls like that, too. Um, I'm hecked. <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck I want. <laughs> that's, uh, that's your that's problem, you, you, Yeah, that yeah, is. That's <laughs> your problem, heck. It's like, that's that's why you're not winning in 2019, heck. <laughs> Hey, hey, I just won HQ, HQ this earlier. You just won what? HQ, that, that game show on the phone, that trivia. I won 12, 12 cents. What did I win? <laughs> 20, 21 cents. Like, literally, the that bandwidth you use to joke. play that game costs more than what you won. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes, it does. But hey, I can call myself a winner. Yeah, there's not yeah. shit on this victory. So what's up, Heck? What's up your mind? I'm sorry, you're cutting out bad. Well, maybe you shouldn't have used your bandwidth on that stupid game. <laughs> I mean, it's never been an issue. I'm just going to throw throw my change at the phone. I think Lawrence is on Wi-Fi again. Yeah. How, how are we blaming me? I'm not doing any. I'm not streaming or anything. All I'm doing is on the phone. It's that McDonald's Wi-Fi. It was like, look, I'm not streaming the call. I'm not hosting anything. Like, how am I the problem? Well, he called you. Right. I literally just checked my bandwidth speed, and I'm good. I'm a check. Uh, that's because you're in the Midwest. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't that he make it happen- worse? He's, just, he's lucky. He happens to be next to the one tower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually plugged into the tower correctly. Got, got that 200 foot Ethernet cable. Well, I provide power Source. to that tower, so <laughs> they better hook me up. Goddamn radioactive man. So what's up, Heck man? I don't know. I'm 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 really torn on this Spider Man movie. I didn't see uh Homecoming. Well, and, why not? Just out of curiosity. What made you like wait? Um just I didn't I didn't want to pay for the DVD. So I was like, I'll wait for it to show up somewhere. It's okay. On, no go ahead, Mo. It's on Netflix. Is it? Yeah. Well fuck, I'll see it later. So so then with that being the case. Is that like is that the case with other MCU movies too? Like, have you seen like Ant Man and the Wasp? Or no, I have not. Okay. But Did you see that's mostly it? because I'm not interested in Ant Man. Hmm, that's fair. What about wait? Infinity so you haven't War? seen you, you see haven't that? seen the first Ant Man either? No. Oh, you're missing out. Did you watch Infinity War? Yes. Okay. Did you watch Thor Ragnarok? Yes, when it came to Netflix. Okay. Okay. So okay. So it's not necessary. So it doesn't necessarily speak. To your thoughts on the quality of the movie that you didn't see. Right. It's just uh, whether I can get to a theater, whether I'm interested in getting to a theater, Mm -hmm. whether I'm interested in the actual character. 
Got it. I, I will say you're doing yourself a disservice, friend. You should watch those Ant-Man movies. They're actually really good. I'll get to it eventually. Okay. Hey, no, look, no rush. I mean, you're not gonna I'm, know. You're not gonna know what's happening in Endgame when when Scott Lang shows up. You're gonna be like, who the fuck, Scott Lang? <laughs> I mean, I was like that in Infinity War. Like, who the fuck he is was, this guy? He wasn't in Infinity <laughs> I was, War. I was like that in a uh, Civil War. <laughs> Like, who's this jerk? Yeah, that's fun. But then you saw Homecoming, and now you know who that jerk was. No, not yet. I haven't seen it yet. Oh my god! Why do you disappoint me? It's it's because he's calling Spider Man a jerk. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a DC guy. Make mine DC. So <laughs> did, you, did you just do Aquaman? No, not yet. Wait, look, wait until someone tries to extract some information for from you, and they try to torture you by what, making you watch Aquaman. You should wait then. Oh yeah, that's how I'm gonna. That's how I'm gonna see it. Yeah, you finally saw it, don't you? I, I did. You got to do a review on that. Oh jeez. Oh wait, I get to hit the button now. Wait, are you gonna say something or should I hit the you button? Have to hit the button. Comic book theater. Comic book theater. I've been waiting so long to hit. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't think I did it on the air, but I was like yelling at Larry last week for not watching a movie so I could hit oh the button. God. <laughs> we have to do a movie review every week now. Uh, I found the perfect background sound. I found, oh, I was so happy oh, when I did that. That was so good, Oz. What, did Tiger Claw actually say theater? Yeah, we all did. There's a whole clip of, of me, Mo, and uh, and Heg just, just saying theater. <laughs> Why was he saying that? Well, you have to be on the show to find out. <laughs> yeah. yeah see. Wait, I was there too? Yes. Yeah, you were there. You, Tire Claw, me, and Anaz. Fuck, was I drunk? Possibly. It, okay. Fantastic form. Yeah. So, Larry, man, you saw, you saw Aquaman, man. Is it everything you had hoped for? I'm just saying, like, in my opinion, this movie could have really used a blonde haired, blue eyed white man. Would have, wow! The court of improved the quality. That. Of course, you would say that. That's yep. the title of this episode. By the way. <laughs> we could use a blonde-haired, blue-eyed. Shabon Williams just signed up for Podbean Premium. So what you're saying is, Ocean Master should have been Aquaman. Yeah, look, o- Ocean Master would have been a-, a cool Aquaman. Look, it's funny because if. Even though I don't think this should happen, but if uh, like if if Iron Fist wanted to work out and wanted to defect from the MCU, he could have been an an Aquaman. Like it, just any any random blonde hair, blue eyed white man. I mean, and don't get me wrong, it's not really knocking Jason Momoa. It's just that Jason Momoa is Jason Momoa. You know, it's like he was way too cool to be in this movie and in this role. Like you know, it just didn't like. It, and it's weird because it's not like it didn't feel like the movie was written with him in mind at all. Like. Some of the the lines and some of the stuff were just like a little corny, and it's just like Jason Momoa wouldn't say that. Even Jason Momoa acting like somebody else wouldn't say that. You know what I mean? It's like it's like they didn't quite fully embrace that Jason Momoa is the guy that's playing Aquaman in this movie. And sometimes he does like his Jason Momoa thing, and you're just like, okay, that's Jason Momoa being Jason Momoa, which isn't Aquaman. Even not, I don't even feel like it's DCU Aquaman, but hey. What what do I? Is know? There, I'm just I'm just like. Eh. Is, no, I, I find it refreshing that you didn't like it. 
Why do you find it? <laughs> because everybody's over here is like, oh, it's the best DC movie. Like they're calling it better than Wonder Woman. Oh, it's not. It, like, it's not oh, the best. That, those people are stupid. They're just they. Those hey. are the the tire claws out there saying because it made more hey. money, it's the best. But no, it's not <laughs> the best. That that's not my problem. I'm just saying what people say, and it's like nobody feel this way about Aquaman, like ever. Honestly, the only pre- reason people give a shit about him is because it's Jason Momoa. If it would have been a blonde-haired, blue-eyed white guy, they're like, man, he's just as corny as he's ever been. You know? That might not be true if this movie was everything that it is now except for with the right, you know, white guy. Like, and I, I don't even, when I say the right white guy, I'm not even talking about like anybody spectacular. I just mean, you know, like the movie has some serviceable points, but it just doesn't come together right visually good right visually it turned out a lot better than i thought it would like the w- the underwater stuff was a lot better meet with me sitting there watching it than when we saw like those initial uh previews it was just kind of like oh that looks a little you know it's like i feel like they cleaned that stuff up really well i think some of the effects were pretty cool and it has some like moments like it has moments but and i I feel like that's the problem with these dc like movies a lot of the time is like they have moments but they don't have like an overarching thing where you're just like man like i can't believe like that was cool like this was great like you know like it's like this parts of it I like. There was nothing in it that I loved. And that was just, you know, that's really the long and the short that, of it. I mean, that's more than you said about Batman versus Superman. Yeah, no, it, it, I would watch this over BVS any day. There's not a lot in Batman Superman that anybody can love. Hey, I saw the extra half hour extended cut. That shit was amazing. Nah. Listen, this this movie to me is definitely a better movie than Man of Steel. It's a better movie than Batman v Superman. It's in the ballpark of Justice League. It's it doesn't even come close to Wonder Woman. Like I don't even understand. Which is you know it's crazy because I mean obviously Wonder Woman was was a success, but it's just it's unfortunate that someone will look at Aqua this Aquaman movie and just be like oh it's on that same par on that same level. No, it's like see that's that's what you misunderstand. <laughs> They're not looking at the movie and saying, oh, it's on par or, or better than Wonder Woman. They're looking at, at the money it made. That's it. That's the only metric they're using is is what movie made more money. But, but so, so like GZ. Yes. Well, I I always say Tire Claw because that's his that's his metric for uh, a great movie is how what movie made the most money. That's the best movie of the year. Like that's who but, but he would give the Academy Award is to. This is before it started. Like you know, Aquaman obviously made a, a a ton of money, but in that first weekend, which it did a good, you know, it did a good for itself. Um, that first weekend, but it didn't wasn't like killing the game or anything. People were coming away from it still like, oh, this was a, this was a cool movie. They they enjoyed it even before it was like. Oh, it made more money than anything else. You know, it's like I don't, I don't know, well, man. It's just, it's just. Here's the thing, um, and the, and a lot of these places don't don't mention this, but it made a lot of this money. It made it made overseas. And the thing about overseas, especially especially in China, is they love visual. If a movie is visual effects heavy, that's what's going to make the money out there. They don't they don't care about story. They care about eye candy and that's why this movie has pulled ahead that's why venom is doing so good because there's so much of a visual effect so much of just way out there sci-fi craziness going on in both those movies and that's that's just what they love in in china 
there's what like two billion people in that country yeah movies like that are gonna make a shit ton of money every time and that's what you don't hear when you hear how much money these movies are making yeah, and you're right. It, it definitely did much better international box office than it did domestic, even though it did well for itself domestically as well. So I'll, I'll give you that. I, I It's just like there's so many like it's a it's like as, the story for Aquaman is decent. The execution of it is terrible. By the way, I, I've got the uh, the official numbers as of yesterday. Domestic two hundred ninety one million foreign seven hundred and thirty three million. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's all foreign, probably mostly China. Eh, I mean, who knows? I don't I don't want to mess around and just kind of be like, oh, it's mostly China. It's like I'm sure El Salvador has a big. <laughs> We can we can break those numbers. I'm sure it can be broken down by country and we can figure out. I'm sure you can figure out which one, how much came it did in China, how much it did someplace else. Okay, it, well, like because the rest of the world might just like it and just be like, hey, it was really cool. We enjoyed it. And that's fine. You know, for me, I was just like, like the story that they were trying to tell actually took a lot of inspiration from the the cool stuff that was done in uh, New 52, like the stuff that, you know, made Aquaman like decent a decent character to read um but at the end but at the end of the day like the execution of it was just like i don't know man it was like you know there was there was a fight like towards the end of the first act that i was like man that was a pretty cool fight and then the second act turned into like an indiana jones movie okay lawrence I got the breakdown. Uh-huh. International box office. The highest grossing country for Aquaman, China, 293 million. Second oh. highest, China is 293 million. Second yeah. highest is Oh crap, I lost it. Let's see. Brazil. There, no, it's I mean it's every country. So South Korea, 36 million. So the second <laughs> highest country, 36, the number one, 293. Well, hey, I, and I, I feel that, and you're right in the sense that China did a big chunk, but at the same time, you know... It made more in China about, than like, the U.S. Huh? It made more in China than the U.S. Right. No, and it's, it's a giant country, like you said, so I can't, I, you can't be mad at that. But And it, that's with after throwing little girls into the river. Damn. Wait, what? Like what? the population control, they used to kill the little girls. I mean, uh, yeah, but what's that have to do with Aquaman? I'm saying, it, like, if they would have saved those little girls, they would it would have made more money. Because they all want to see a half naked Momoa. Yeah, mm. like Jason Momoa. You know they don't give the little girls money to see movies. Come so, on, man. so they glad grow, they take them on dates. So so glad we're not getting political this year. No, so, it's over with. That that shit ended in the nineties. So friggin'. I want to be taken to a White House for Big Macs. <laughs> the, Play football. The second, the second act turns into, like, I mean, honestly, it, it's not even a bad Indiana Jones movie. It was probably better than <laughs> than the Indiana Jones, the last Indiana Jones movie we got. Like, definitely better had, than like, Crystal Skull. Kid. Huh? Definitely better than Crystal Skull. Yeah. yeah. Crystal wasn't a bad movie. Oh my gosh! See, you just lost all credibility. Why? It's, why was it a bad movie? There's a lot of problems with Crystal Skull, but it has the some... fridge was lead lined. Talking about a guy that ba- that web slings with a whip and doesn't lose his hat. He loses his hat. He just picks it up. <laughs> right. What, what I'm saying to you is, <clears throat> the second act of Aquaman was a decent Indiana Jones flick with a little hint of like romancing the stone for those of you that might be old enough to remember that otherwise go look it up and 
and it was it was like cool but it's not the movie i went to go see you know what i mean and it just it was like it, it lasted like a little too long which is the other problem like this movie is just like like the movie is long for no reason what's which the runtime because i love long movies but this was just not doing anything that was like, you know, like I, I, I started getting drowsy towards the end. <laughs> and it's not even like, you know, it's not even like I was tired. Like, I don't go like I went to go see like a seven o'clock show, like a 730 show. It wasn't late. The movie was just doing like too much. Well, what's the runtime? I think it's two and a half hours. God damn. Why? Is it? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like if it was like, outrageous. Just under two hours. I, I look. I'm. I'm. I get it. No. No biggie. But I feel like you know. But you know what? Actually, I shouldn't even say that because maybe maybe there was long previews or something. No, it's two two twenty two officially. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Real it's quick, too long. At, uh, Tire Claw criticizing China. <laughs> China will watch anything since the movies they make in China aren't as good because the government has control on what Chinese people watch. A lot of movies get censored in China. Wait, is Tiger Claw said a whole country will watch anything? Tiger Claw is saying this? Yeah. Wait, do, don't they still make kung fu movies in China? Yeah. So, I mean, kung fu movies are good. Come on. It, yeah, but in China, I mean, that's that that's not like amazing like it is over here. It's it's like if you saw a, you know, a guy like boxing somebody. Yeah, that didn't make I sense to me either. Go ahead. I don't think <laughs> any part of Aquaman got better than the first act. And that's a, that's I think the main problem. Yeah. So but, how many hook hands would you give it out of five? <laughs> like two, two, two hook hands out of five. Damn, just two. I mean, it's not my bag at all. It, it, and, it's like, an hour and a half too long. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. Like <laughs> honestly, you could probably take all the footage that was shot for this movie and make a a a, a at the very least a good movie from it. It's just that that's not what like. Somebody that's not what Warner TV. Brothers did. Yeah, that's not what they did. Because no. <laughs> it's not like no, nobody in this movie is even like bad. You know, I will say that while I personally thought Black Manta was interesting, and this is actually a point that uh, that Nia brought up, that coming off of watching like Michael B. Jordan as friggin' Killmonger, it almost felt like those two people like the whether it be the the person with the script or the person with um in in the movie like the director like it almost feel like they're trying to go for the same thing but just watching one versus the other is kind of like yeah like we should just let black manta go home like the origin aspect of it was really cool like actually how his suit and all that came into being was actually interesting and i was i thought about oz because i was like you know what Oz was right the origin of the helmet is actually pretty cool <laughs> like you know who knew? i thought i thought that it was going to be like oh just a thing where it's like you don't need to know that but it 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 actually added just a small amount of uh, like it informed the character a little bit. Not just the, and, not just know, the helmet, but it's when... like his motivations are a little out of whack. But hey, it's like it's okay. It's like it like every everything can't be you know fantastic. But Black Manta to a degree was kind of like one of the highlights. But in other parts, it was like ah, we could have done a little better. It's not just the the origin of the helmet. That scene where you see why he hates Aquaman. He he's a villain that has more motivation than 
any regular ass villain. He has more what? He has more more motivation. Like the the reason why he hates Aquaman makes more sense than you know Steppenwolf wants to take over the planet. Yeah, no, definitely on definitely. You're right on that. You're definitely right. I, I on actually that. like his motivation is even more than ocean master because ocean master like it's kind of generic he's just he he's a leader of atlantis and he wants to he wants to fight the surface world for no yeah. real no real reason other than basically he's just racist mm-hmm. he he just hates people that aren't atlantean or not atlantean but underwater people i guess because well, he is yeah, trying right, to unite right. the whole empire he's trying to, he he's that's all he is he's racist which you know yeah. Did, did let me ask you a question. Were there supposed to be seven of those kingdoms? There, no. There's like four or five because two of them are gone. Like the desert where they were at. Oh, two of them are gone. Yeah, okay. Two, I know the desert was one. Actually, what, what's the other one? No, actually, actually, I think like three of them are, are are gone, and that's the conversation that we're having where the the guy from Mera's kingdom is is like, well, look, you need you need four four of the seven kingdoms. The desert people are gone because it's a fucking desert now. These people are gone, and I think the third one is the the from the from the trench. So they're they're like you can't even you can't even talk to them. They're just animals at that point. Yeah, yeah. So okay, now if if they said two of them were gone, I think I missed that. I I knew that he said one. I remember him saying one, but I I didn't realize two of them were supposed to be gone. Well, the desert where they I was were like, at. I saw five. The the desert where they went is where one of the kingdoms was. That's why they found that mechanism. Yeah, no, I I understood that, and I knew that that was the group that was gone. I didn't realize there was a second group that's supposed to be gone. Cause yeah, now it makes sense. Cause then, cause I was like, I thought there was supposed to be seven kingdoms, and I'm like, I know one of them's gone, but then there means there should have been six, and I'm like, I only counted five. But if two are supposed to be gone, then that's different. Cause I was like, yeah, and you know, another interesting aspect, like the way that you know they kind of like they actually kind of um, like gave a little bit of personality to those different additional kingdoms and. See, I, like, I, kind of, I almost feel like it would have been more interesting if there was a little bit more time spent in those places than it would be, you know, the friggin, what, 20 minutes or to a half an hour that we spent traipsing through the desert, you know? So, but I don't know. I don't know. No, I think we got enough uh, of those other kingdoms. I don't need 20 minutes on the, See, yeah. the kingdom of poets. No, nobody's saying it doesn't have to be 20 minutes. It, it can, like, what I'm saying a little bit more from each, it's like, that's talk. Like, we literally do, like, an additional, like, three to five minutes in each. And if you do three to five minutes at each spot, that's another 15, 20 minutes to the movie right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, I, but I kind of. been more interesting than sand. I kind of agree where I guess a little bit more time on the crab people would have helped because I had no idea what they were doing at that point until crab general like says something like, oh, you can't take our kingdom or something. Like that. Oh, well, that must be that must be this kingdom. They just showed up and started attacking. I, I don't know what was happening. Right. And then, you know, another thing this movie does that I'm just like the first time it did it, I was just like, oh, wow, I didn't expect that. And then when it happened, like the second time I was a little shocked because I'm like, huh, that's weird. And then. It literally happens like three or four, maybe even five times in this movie is whenever you get a quiet moment with people that are like relating to each other in some way or might actually have some kind of character development, something explodes in this movie. Like literally. That's for Chinese market. (laughs) What? That's for the Chinese market. They love explosions. Yeah, they don't want story. Listen, Americans love explosions, but I'm just saying. Michael Bay is a god over there. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I'm just saying, like, what? Like, it was crazy because it only happens when people are like talking, and I'm just like, wow, like this is crazy. Because uh, don't get me wrong, I'm like, I like action movies, but really, like, are, is this an action movie where we're like, it's almost like if somebody was like, oh man, we might actually get a bit of depth here. We better blow something up real quick. <laughs> You know, it's like somebody was like, oh, we don't want to mess around and accidentally, like, get into some actual acting. <laughs> you know, well, that's... I mean, They I acted like it was a good movie. <laughs> I shouldn't say that because, actually, I mean, everybody actually does have a moment where it's like, okay, like, this, like you know, they are acting. They're, they are acting, and that's like from top to bottom. Like, and I said this already before, but the actors are not the problem in this movie. the The problem in this movie is the execution of the story, because the story itself is actually not a bad story. You know, especially in the in the the realms of Aquaman, it's like nah, like they had some pretty solid influences. So you're saying the director fucked up? I, you know, maybe it might be. I don't know. It Who's was the director anyway? It's James it, Wan, right? Yeah, it's like one of my favorites. Yeah, Jim, look, he makes good movies, but not this one. Watch his movies. <laughs> huh? You never seen any one of his movies. Well, what has he done? Saw one. I saw Saw. Get the fuck out of here. I did. I, look, dead it was hard, but I saw it. You saw Furious 7? No, I didn't. Then you guys don't know Juan at his best. Oh. <laughs> That's the Juan movie I didn't see. <laughs> well, then you what saw else? the wrong Juan. Uh, did uh, Death Sentence with Kevin Bacon? It's all horror movies. No, Death Sentence is not a horror movie. No. That's like uh, one I mean, of those revenge movies. Like, I mean, uh, his credits. <clears throat> like, uh, like it's it's basically like a Steven Seagal movie, like Out for Justice or uh, the other ones. Um, the one they remade with Bruce Willis. Shit called a Steven Seagal movie they made with Bruce Willis. No, 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 uh, the other type of movie they, they it was Charles Bronson originally, Death Wish. Oh, oh, Death Wish, yeah, yeah. So it's like one of those. It's actually the writer of Death Wish wrote Death Sentence and James Wan directed it. Wow, oh, he did that's cool. And All it was the... Kevin Bacon, he and did. It's basically like it, it's one of those spiritual punisher that i wish was the punisher mm. yeah he did all the saw movies huh yeah he wrote all of them and then he directed like a few here or there yeah i saw i saw saw one and two. Oh, he, what a douche he didn't write all of why, them why am i a douche for seeing two because like you got to see all of them i listen i'm not watching all those including well, saw 3d see, the final chapter if you see one and two, like you have to see three and four. No, I don't. Yeah, you do because three and four like happen together. Yeah, I, I know. You can't just I'm see not... one. You can't <laughs> see one without seeing the other one. <laughs> Jay, every time Jay goes to see them, he gives me the synopsis. I couldn't do any more after two. So good. Like, like one, one wasn't was tough enough. Then I, I I struggled through two after the guy falls into or is it a guy or a girl that falls into the needles? That's two. Yeah, I know it's two. But is it a guy or a girl that falls into the needle? Huh? Well, does it matter? I, I don't know what she identifies. It's a hu- it's a human falling into needles. I mean, does it yeah. matter? It's a you know, person, you bigot. Unless unless a needle goes in anymore. either inside a peni or a, or a clit, clitoris, then it doesn't really matter, right? At that point, all I'm saying is I couldn't watch anymore after that. That's the worst thing that ever happens in any Saw movie. I don't believe that. Yeah, believe it. I'm telling you, I wouldn't lead you astray like that. No, he's lying. I tr- I trust you, Moses, but not on this. I you want Mary to watch Hereditary. You would you would haphazardly lead me into watching another Saw movie. You would do that. I mean, that's okay. because I know they're not as two. Is two really the worst song away? Yeah. 
Listen, and I appreciate Saw. I feel like Saw as a franchise is one of the few horror franchises that have like an intricate kind of lore that's amazing. And that's why I have Joe tell me about them. But I can't, I don't think I can watch them because I'm not a torture porn kind of guy. You guys know this about me. You know this. I don't like to see people hurt. I wish he was a good internet kind of guy. See, that's how I know it's Lawrence because he's the only one that doesn't hear us in real time. <laughs> I'm waiting for Lawrence to catch up. So what? I'm the only person like. <laughs> yeah, you're the only person like, and you're breaking up. Oh, it sounds like geez. you're you're trying to try out for Bumblebee too. Wait, does Bumblebee oh. talk like that? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think Heck would have gone to see that. To be fair, it's raining in LA, so his internet, his Wi-Fi is probably soggy. Last week it was raining. <laughs> I wait. What, what was wrong with my internet last week? It did the same thing. Yeah, just not as much. I don't hey, think. Listen, not as early on into the show. I think. I feel like this is not me. I'm gonna go ahead and blame this on Oz. You're the only Damn. one on a delay when when we say something. I, I called Oz at like four in the afternoon. Not a problem. Crystal clear, and he was on cellular data. <laughs> cellular. <laughs> I keep checking my bandwidth speed, man. I'm trust me, I'm good. How are you checking your bandwidth speed? Let me do it. There, you go. You go to Google. You type "internet speed test" and Netflix. That's the only honest one. I got the speed test at. Wait, what? Netflix has yeah. a test, uh, website, and that's the the honest one. Okay, hold on. I, I haven't been using Netflix once, so because um the when they set it up so that when you actually test your speed, it goes to your service provider directly. Their internet test, and then. They, they give priority to people that are going to that site. So it registers even higher than what you actually pay for. But then when you did, when you do the Netflix one, it's like five points less. My joint says your internet speed is fast. Not fast enough. What are the speeds? <laughs> well, you know what it is, Larry? I think it's time for a new computer. Oh, you think there's something wrong with the kangaroo? Yeah, I think it, you know, it, it needs a full wipe or something. It's just, you know, it's old. It's what already been like, what, like four years? It's been, yeah, it's been, yeah. Not a high-performance machine, you know? I can, that I can do. Yeah. Right, maybe that's what it is. Maybe. Because I'm, like I'm like, the speed test, like, the internet I have is amazing. Mm. Now, if you get a smart TV that has Skype, that's all you need, really. I have a smart TV. I don't know if it has Skype. You have an Xbox. I have an Xbox as well, yeah. I remember for a while I was calling it on Xbox because it's great. Yeah. For me, it's great, but I need to be able to hear myself a little bit. All right, Larry. I really want you to watch Hereditary. That's your homework. I want Larry to watch homework. Venom because that's the other movie that's made a billion dollars now. You suck. Oh, did we talk oh. about it? Yeah, you were here. Heck, I need you to watch Venom and Fuck Aquaman. Did I break up? Do I have to say anything? I'm gonna have to edit this so much now. <laughs> Bigman and Chance says Mayor's modem was used to wa- used by cavemen to watch wall porn. <laughs> that's hilarious. So what did your speed test say, Larry? For at fast? Oh, that's how it said fast? It didn't give you an actual number? No, no. I mean, are you want like the from the fast.com? Is that the is that the Netflix one? Yeah. I can give you it my says, numbers. I just ran it right now. I'm downloading at 95, uploading at 20. Yeah. Okay, Lawrence, go ahead with yours. Two. Oh, he's running it now. That's why we can't hear him. My upload, my upload speed is 21. Bullshit. It, I'm telling you. What's your download? It, it says my. Let's see. Where's where's the download? I see. Is it is it? I see latency, and it says unloaded and load. Is does is I don't know. It says your internet speed is five thirty. What the hell does that mean? You're not doing five 
530 megabits per second. Who the fuck do you have that is giving you 530 megabits per second? That's what I'm saying. My internet is good. So, yeah, I, think I think your test is bad. <laughs> the test the test is the same test you all are running. No. Like, I'm telling you, my internet is fantastic. Did it ask your ethnicity? Say what? <laughs> Nothing. Wait, what you said my ethnicity? <laughs> Did it ask for your ethnicity before you put... <laughs> Yeah, I think that might be time for a new computer. Yeah, uh, well, I'll definitely I can wipe it yeah. for next week. Well, what? not wipe it, but you know, wipe it like with a towel or free up some space and see what happens. No, you might need to complete. So what are we talk about next? We got look, we, we still got some time. Yay. Yeah, yeah, I got I to talk about Green Lantern because you guys did a terrible job reviewing it last week, dude. Please, please tell us how it is that you came away. And we're like, this book is a good book. Well, I'll tell you how he came away with that. He's fucking high. That's exactly what I said when he said, hey, this book is kind of good. That's the old, that's that's what I texted to these guys. I never said it's kind of good. I said it's fucking brilliant. That's why I said you're fucking high. But I wasn't high when I read it. I doubt that. I was still on antibiotics. Yeah, well, that shit interacted with your system somehow. You know, drugs storing in fat cells. And? Well, not actually, not marijuana. All right, well, go ahead and lie to the people about why this book is good. Well, first, the review me. I'm I'm waiting for Lawrence to catch up. I can hear him crackling back there. Review. Comic book. Review. Well, not not like that, but like... Grant Morrison's and Liam Sharp's Green Lantern. First of all, everything's whacked out. Like, you know, you heard this review last week where it feels like Green Lantern, but it, it's a little weird. It's not the Green Lantern you used to. They wiped all other books out, which actually makes sense when you read issue one. The two dudes that read Green Lanterns on the regular failed to mention that Dr. Manhattan tampered with the Book of Oa, and that changed all the history. Our Lord and Savior. Well, your Lord and Savior. <laughs> All right, so they they managed to miss it. One's an artist; the other guy has a Larry has a eyes that don't work. So I, I get it. They didn't see that panel when they open up the book of Oa. Boom! There's like shit cosmically redacted, like you can see it, and there's a big old hydrogen atom symbol, which is the symbol for Doctor Manhattan, and it's blue. I did miss that. I had to go look at it again when, as soon as Mo mentioned it. I was like, yep, he's right. That's Dr. Man's symbol. So that automatically, that's the, you know, for lack of a better term, Deus Ex Machina, which means I don't know what it means because I don't speak Catholic. <laughs> but. You said because you don't speak Catholic? Yeah. <laughs> that's Italian, but it might as well be the same shit. I don't speak Yiddish. I'm sorry. So that that already tells you that this Green Lantern series is going to come to an end at some point, and you're going to get all the shit you guys were crying about last week after issue six or some shit. All right. So that's that. All right. You guys talk about the art. Oh, I don't like the art. The art. Liam Sharp is a good artist, but he doesn't. I don't know what he did here. I mean, I'll tell you what he did here. He did some '70s inspired Neil Adams shit mixed with some avant-garde. French heavy metal shit with a little bit of EC Tales from the Crypt shit to give you those beautiful skin textures. When people, when characters and creatures are ugly in this, they look fucking ugly up to their pores, not just 
from 10 feet away or whatever the fuck the camera position would be. You can't see my air quotes, but I'm air, air quotes camera. When they show up close, you can see the cross in the shading. That shit's fucking amazing. Like, to get that type of art, you have to draw it at, like, fucking 36 by an 18-size paper to get that fine detail. That's it. Like, you guys were dogging on the art a little bit, and that, that's it. The art's fucking beautiful. Everything has texture, and all the fucking aliens are up, and their skin feels ugly. You reading this book. Then you have issue three, which is my main thing. I want to review issue three, because we had to review issue three last week. Issue three is basically Green Lantern versus God. You know, as part of the story goes, they shrink the Earth and then they sell it on the black intergalactic market. And everybody's fucking bidding for it. You got Steppenwolf, you got the Dominators, you got, I think, Mongols in there somewhere, everything. And, and even the way the sales pitch on how to sell Earth to somebody, and then somebody saying, hey, you sold me something similar to this and it worked out. Is it a self-hating speech? Like, the, the whole dialogue of that auction was fucking brilliant. And then on top of that, you got the the savior that comes to buy it, and it's the Abrahamic God, the Santa Claus that wears white, has a big staff. He calls himself the shepherd. And he's, you're, you're talking about issue three now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually reviewing issue three now because I, 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 I amended your reviews, and then I'm going to issue three now. So in issue three, it is the Judeo-Christian God that comes and saves Earth. And Hal Jordan, being a cynical space cop, doesn't buy it. So he has to fight God or Earth and put it back to its rightful place. And, you know, all of humanity is like, oh, he's come to save us. He's come to save us. He's, we knew we had faith, all this shit. And he gave us superpowers. Al Jordan's like, uh-uh. He shone light. He was another charlatan that outbid everybody and made himself look like what you think God looks like. And then, you know, he kind of saved Earth from God. So it kind of goes into what I've always said, that there's no room for God in the DC universe. So I like that. Did any of you guys read issue three? No. I read it. Am I wrong? These guys didn't sell it to me last week, but you sold it to me. I'm going to look it up. It's a fucking imaginative book. Like, they're talking about, oh, this guy's name is Evil Star, and he has a stupid name because it's like evil is not the opposite of, of green, and star is brighter than lantern. I'm sorry, star is bar brighter than lantern. And it's like that whole, they, they told you that last week. But if you actually read the comic, the people he's explaining his name to are making fun of him because the, make, the name doesn't make sense. So they're trying to make it seem like, why would Grant Morrison say that? Like, Grant Morrison made a stupid name specifically to make a stupid name and have the guy be teased. Issue three is stupid. <laughs> the end. <laughs> But and that's what I'm saying. Like the whole thing with Evil Star is that like you guys made Evil Star seem stupid, and it is sound stupid, and he was made to sound stupid. His power is great, and then the shit they did with him after when they took his power was great too. But issue three is stupid. It felt it felt like Grant Morrison trying to trying to philosophize to me and get all all deep, but it just it, it falls flat. <clears throat> Why is it fall flat? Well, because he starts off where where Hal Jordan is like. Well, what what the fuck are you doing with this planet? And this god figure is like, look, the, the there's more bacteria and insects on this planet than people, and they all want me to whatever to to save them. They they all agree with with what I'm doing. Why why don't you give 
them a vote when there's you know there's more of them than people they should have an equal vote to what whatever the people whatever humans right. say Which is the thing that god would say but then when how jordan like tries to tries to tell the tell the planet that hey this isn't really god or whatever he doesn't give a fuck about the the insects or bacteria. He just talks to the people, which we just established have less of a vote than the animals and insects that outnumber them. Larry's crackling again. What? The thing is, the people were the ones that ultimately decided. They were happy with the powers they got. They were happy. It's showing how dumb people are. Which means they didn't decide. They they wanted to keep the powers. They wanted to be with with this with this God. How Jordan is actually talking to the president and telling him, "Look, in a thousand years, he's gonna eat your planet." And the president's like, "You know what? I can live with that." But you but how Jordan has to go and and go against the will of the people. Like at this point, yeah, the people agree. Police. The, the people That's agree. The police does. He's keeping order and peace and security. He's your shepherd. He's the true shepherd. He's a true sheepdog protecting you simple humans from the fucking wolves of the of the galaxy. False idol. False idol. And they don't explain how he brings the planet back. Magic. It doesn't it, ultimately it doesn't matter. It, it, it kind of does. No, it doesn't cuz they don't explain how they shrunk it either. Yeah, they do. Those how? those those things with the funny eyes have the ability to shrink planets. <laughs> That's what they do. They they basically candorize. They 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 do what Brainiac d- did with Candor and all the other all the other shit that he gets. That's how they that's how they shrink the planet. But Hal Jordan kind of fucks up that whole planet they made just for the for the auction. So how the fuck is he is he bringing the planet back? He, he they never go into that. That's issue fool. If if Grant Morrison is gonna establish a world with with rules that admittedly he creates. And it is a fictional world. He can make whatever rules he wants for his fictional world. He should kind of stick to the rules that he created unless he provides us with a reason why those rules no longer take effect. Like just just throwing Dr. Manhattan symbol to tie it into the to the greater DC universe doesn't explain away his fucked up boring shit. If he's gonna write a boring ass story. You can't tell me, well, Dr. Manhattan's fucking everything up. That's why all this is happening because it's still boring as hell. And I'm pretty sure Lawrence would agree with me if he was hearing any of what we're talking about. It's not boring as hell. That's just the most imaginative shit that any any mainstream DC book has ever had. Half of book two is interrogating a spider person. You think that was that was captivating? It actually talked about her spider white privilege. (laughs) What? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You know what? I think the problem That's is you have. He, here's the problem That's is you haven't been reading any other Green Lantern books, so you don't know how good these books can be. Look, I've read them. I've read them on and off. I know how. First of all, I know how bad superhero books are right now. Period. None of them think outside the box. They're all cash grab, and they're all like trying to fit in some form of mold and box. And this book isn't. And that I find refreshing and interesting. And even whether some of it's bad or good, it doesn't matter because it still moves me more than any other superhero book out right now. Hal Jordan was way more interesting before Grant Morrison got a hold of him. Like, I, you, I like, think so too. Like you don't even you 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 don't even know he at one point became will itself 
That's yeah, true. but that's that's Dragon Ball Z shit. Like, where do you go from there now? Like, how how Jordan literally jerked off and jizzed a, new, a brand new Green Lantern ring. Yeah, again, like that. That's book like thirty. I'm I was more interested at the the line where he told he he's like where he tells the spider person as the interrogation. It's like, yeah, you find humans disgusting, huh? Because the spider person doesn't want to eat him. And he goes, he goes, yeah. And he goes, yeah, I do too. It's the smell. He starts going into the things that that make us human that are actually kind of disgusting when you think about it, you know, like the excretions I, and the scent, know, this whole, and this the whole the skin, this whole God thing in, in issue three, Vendetti did it better with, with, uh, fuck. What's the dude's name with the, with the big head, big head, <laughs> the dude with the big head, Hammond, Hector Hammond. Oh and, yeah. And it just, just five issues ago, of the of the real Green Lantern, Hal Jordan in the Green Lantern book, where Hector Hammond like basically yeah. created a whole he created a whole reality for Hal yeah. Jordan based on everything Hal Jordan wanted, and it was it's awesome to see him break free of that through sheer force of will, and that's what a Green Lantern is it's it's power of will overcoming any all obstacles, not just fear. I don't get that with Grant Morrison. I, I mean, I will say this. This book felt less like a Green Lantern book to me and more like like a space police book. But more, like I said, like I said last week, it's more emphasis on the police and the space. Like, it's not even to say that it grounds it, but it, it, it kind of like it doesn't actually ground it, but it feels like it's grounded, which is kind of messed up because it's still taking place in space. You know, I, I think that's part of the problem because you and me have both been reading all the Green Lantern books. Mo hasn't. And yeah. uh, since, I? I like since this. ever since uh, Jeff Johns took, took over and, and did the Rebirth storyline, not the whole DC Rebirth, but I mean the Green Lantern Rebirth when he brought back Hal Jordan, it, they have been less of a police force and kind of an army because they've been under constant assault. So they've been fighting nonstop yeah. from, from one war to the next to the point that they they were down to like the last twenty or thirty members. You know, right, they, they, there's right. a point where where they actually had to stop recruiting because their recruits were dying on the way to the planet to get trained. Yeah. So and, and so we've seen this constant. It, it's been more of a military, and that's why John Stewart ends up taking over because he's the he's the military guy of the of the humans. And now we go back to like I I gotta agree with Lawrence. It's it's a little too. Cop copy to CSI for my taste. Um, one of the things I think up was that they didn't mention they didn't acknowledge other Earth Lanterns. They did, but not directly. When they refer to his sector number, what twenty eight fourteen or whatever, they call him yeah. twenty eight fourteen point one. Yeah, which automatically that that's what they did early in issue one, and they they refer they add the point to signify that there's more than one. Right. Or just one, just be the sector number. Mm-hmm. But what it wasn't. It? it wasn't just Hal Jordan. It was, um, I, whoever the fuck was at at the beginning yeah, of the first one. The, that's what I'm saying. Like they, like Oz didn't like that they don't mention any other ones, but they don't mention them by name. But they imply that they exist. I think you're giving Grant Morrison way too much credit. I think they told him Hal Jordan is twenty twenty eight fourteen point one. Grant Morrison doesn't know who the fuck twenty fourteen point two three or four are. Yeah. <laughs> no, that I think that's kind of true. Like 
I'm sure that was like an editorial thing where they're like, hey, he, he wouldn't come in. He wouldn't call in and just say he's Green Lantern of Sector, you know, uh, 28. Uh, wait, wait, what is he? 28. What is it? 2841 or 14? 14. 14. Oh, okay, 14. I'm sorry. So he wouldn't just say he's 2814. He has to say 2814.1 because there are others. And yeah, Grant Morrison probably didn't know that. And he probably was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> But who knows? I love I mean, the page when, uh, well, Larry, you haven't read issue three, but when Hal Jordan goes into God's domain, quote unquote, and it's like, it's just a ship, but it's like, it's really just a cube, but it's just the beams for the corners and the edges. I thought that was cool. Like the art, like I love the art in it. And I love, yeah, I love how everything looks like I'm actually, I'm working on putting this in chat, the page where he actually does it. Cause it, it's really like. You know, nobody seemed to explain to me what God is or God looks like or what's around him. And Grant Morrison comes close, but he's like goofing on it. Well, we should point out that it's, it's not really God. It's technically a, a Galactus. Right. But what I'm saying is it, it, what I'm saying is the way the design, the art design of how this is, it's like it looks super cosmic and super epic, but small, too. You know what I mean? Uh, Burr says Green Lantern is the power of cheese. What? <laughs> why why is Steppen, steppenwolf trying to buy earth he's a he's a general <laughs> for dark side he said that he wants doesn't want to show up empty-handed to when apocalypse when to apocalypse when uh when dark side returns right so wouldn't he take it over in a military victory as he's tried what, many times and failed this is the easiest way for him to do it he's gonna present dark side with a with a, a planet the size of his fist right that he can still do anything he wants to do with and you know bring back to size if he wants the size dark side's gonna look at that and be like what the fuck is this you're giving me a marble you turn yeah, this planet into a marble? Life how am I going to war, war world the fuck out of this thing? How am I going to make this apocalypse 2? He can do it and then, and then bring it up. Uh, the, here's the thing about Grant Morrison, especially in this series. You get it a lot in other stuff that he does. And normally I don't like it. But in this one, it really doesn't matter because he doesn't even get it. So why bother? Why bother thinking about that? Completely forgets that there's, you know, a whole Justice League on this planet. It doesn't forget. They, they show him. <laughs> they just got shrunken. I, I mean, I don't know, man. I guess with the Justice League in it. I will say this. It does, like, I understand this is definitely unconventional for a, su a superhero book. And obviously, like, I, I'll be the first one to admit that there are certain superhero book conventions that I just enjoy. And, you know, I like on one hand, it's like when those things happen, it's like, I'm cool. Like, it, I understand that. Yes, I've seen this before, but I'm reading a comic book and I'm OK with that. At the same time, I have no problem with things being unconventional or being, you know, like turning things on their head or even doing something I've never seen before. But I guess my thing is. With this particular book, at the end of the day, I'm just not enjoying it. Like, there's not anything that is bringing to the table that's making me feel like, wow, like, my mind is blown. And that might just be a difference. Like, I, I know you don't read a lot of superhero books these days, Mo, because they don't, they don't do a lot for you either. Um, and the fact that this does, 
I think is like, hey, I mean, I can't knock that. Like, obviously, it should have been a black label book or something. Look, like Grant Morrison is trying to speak to you. He may not be trying to speak to me or us. Yeah, I mean, I, like, yeah. He, he might be trying to get, like, he might be trying to expand the audience. He's like, hey, there's some, there's a certain group of people that are just Green Lantern fans, and they're gonna read of, the book. Rid of the audience that's already there, L- Lawrence. Putting ha- out this. Have you ever known Grant Morrison to be cheesy? Yeah. Cause. Uh, I mean, a little bit. Like he does. Well, I don't want to speak for Larry, but Larry, you saw, you both read All Star Superman and watched the movie. Yeah. Like his Clark Kent is like the bumbling. Yeah. Super super Clark Kent. Yeah. Like it's the cheesiest. Yeah. He he is the cheesiest Clark Kent. I it's feel Velveeta Clark Kent. Yeah. I feel though that you know he 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 plays Clark Kent up so that it contrasts more with the Superman and of course his all-star Superman is doing like some ridiculously amazing like things that are even super for Superman, you know? Like contracting sun cancer. I just I just wanted to I <laughs> I just wanted to to bring up the point at which if I had been holding a physical copy of this book, I would have thrown it out the window. <laughs> The the fact that it was on my phone like is the only reason why it I I kept reading, and that's Listen. that that's when when first of all Eve don't know who the fuck Eve is I don't know why it's not Carol Ferris but she's the the chick banging Hal Jordan. Yeah, it's I don't ta- know where that chick came from. It's talking to random Asian dude. I have no idea who the fuck this guy is. I thought it was it was uh Leonard Snart at first because he's got it because he's got that suit, but it's not. And that dude's like, well, wait, where are the other superheroes? And this chick, this this lady, this this is her answer. We don't need superheroes right now. We need a super cop. I almost and threw then my that's phone. That's when the funky guitar riff. I, <laughs> that's when he like actually beat the god, quote unquote. No, Hal Jordan hadn't even shown up at this point. That's oh my god. Now I have to read this. <laughs> Listen, Grant Morrison, like I, I mentioned this last week too, he made a new X-Man called iBoy. And iBoy's mutant power was that eyes are all over his body. That's sick. And when I say all over his body, I mean like literally like he has eyes. Like he has There's one eyes coming out his asshole. On his, right, right. No, really. Like he has multiple eyes on his face. He has eyes all on his hands and his, up his arms and fingers and on his chest. And yeah, I'm sure that there are eyes in his nether regions as well. <laughs> and the fact is, it's like that character. I remember reading X-Men and just thinking like, why is this happening? Like I don't quite understand like what like it's a weird just like out there kind of power now that character since grant morrison has created him has actually become like an interesting addition to the x-men mythos i don't know so much that 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 happened on grant morrison's run but you know there are people that were like that that character's interesting or i want to see if i can turn that character around and they did and they did that with a number of like he made another character glob herman Who's literally like a, a human, like imagine if a human being was like everything that's inside of a human being, except that instead of like muscle and skin, it was just like a membrane. And that's glob. Like glob has like a skeletal system and like a, a, a friggin not so much a circulatory system, but he has like internal organs and stuff. But he's like a jelly thing. He's like a jellyfish with a little bit of bone. I mean, he has a, like I said, a full skeleton and he has like Kinda a like that family guy 
that where where uh, what's his name is all blobby? Yeah, kind of like that. All right. And it's just, it's weird. It's a weird thing. And, you know, Grant Morrison just, like, created that character and just let him out there in the world. And since then, people have taken that character and made that character, like, an interesting character as well. But, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like you know i don't know i don't know but either way i'm just saying like uh, i f- this some of this stuff that he's coming up with um in the green lantern right now maybe will will pay off maybe but right now i'm just kind of like it's unfortunate because i wish this i i want <laughs> I, I enjoyed green lantern up until this point and right now i'm not enjoying it good. how long is this series supposed to be forever nah <laughs> he, he can't do things forever like even what his x-men one was what like 20 issues or something something like that yeah like, he can't do everything forever he just can't well, it, doing- but i mean the the book doesn't say one of whatever no it's not a min- it's not a limited series it's uh it's ongoing so he's just on it till he's off which is probably 20 I mean, 30 issues it you know what it would not shock me if he only does like Tom King will a write a year and a half. Tom King will write issue seven, and everything will be back to normal. Hey, I l- look. As far as I'm concerned, Tom King can write whatever he wants. I'm waiting for Doctor Manhattan to, to snap his fingers, and now we're we're back to the good Green Lanterns. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that you like this, Mo. I'm like, not mad at uh, that. No, I mean it's look. It's Green Lantern, but if you took away the police aspect, it would be Sandman. <laughs> would it be? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Sandman, you know, universe. But that's still pretty good. But you're not reading you're not even reading those Sandman comics right now, huh? I don't want to admit to it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I have I have a weird love hate with Vertigo right now. Like it's Vertigo yeah. and Fame. They're not doing anything amazing. Like if this this should have been a Vertigo or an original like thing cuz it's not it's definitely not for for people who love what you, you know, the standard fare that you've been getting for 20, yeah. 20 some odd years. Um, like, yeah, even uh, like how you said the Hector Hammond thing with God and creating all this. Yeah, that's all fine. It's ultimately Hector Hammond. Like nobody drew God and led you to believe it was God. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that makes it more interesting for me. Okay. Well, that's fair. That I, I give the Green Lantern five spider modifications <laughs> what five out of five doesn't he make yeah sense? she modified that spider prisoner modified her body to not look like the spider the queen spider queen's daughter and yet she still looked like a fucking spider yeah, but that's what makes it interesting that's that's like that's like going to Ma, like seeing it's like hanging out in Ma's Eisley it's like in talking to somebody it's like oh yeah I modified my mouth to look like a butt because my whole race looks like a vagina but I want mine to look like <laughs> what the hell you Star know? Wars are you watching <laughs> that's what I'm saying like you don't you don't see that you need to send me a link to <laughs> that shit writes it. yeah I need to see that Ma's Eisley no but that's what I'm saying like if you were to hang out and actually talk to those people you would learn these little weird things and Grant Morrison adding that to this space cop uh, procedural, for lack of a better word, is what made this book good for me. You don't. I like can't it. wait for the Green Lantern Law and Order version. Look, that's I mean, this that book. Well, you know ago. what? That's what this book. Uh, here's the thing. Issue one, I said, is kind of like an issue one of Green Lantern getting his powers, but not really because he's been Green Lantern for a while. Issue two. 
turns into this like, CSI that, bullshit. And then issue three having... goes someplace where I don't even know what the fuck is going on now. <laughs> it goes into Supernatural season seven. You know what? I can't wait to see what issue four is going to do. Because obviously he's just genre skipping at this point. That conversation that um, that he has with Eve in issue one is fucking great too. Like, yeah, you don't know who Eve is. I didn't because you know I'm not reading Green Lantern like you guys. And now, frankly, I don't give a shit because we're reading it and we don't know who she is. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, you know, like you don't know and I don't know. But when he like he's she goes to work, he's laying looking at the sky. Comes back eight hours later. It's nighttime. He's still laying looking at the sky. And then they have a whole conversation on why he didn't do anything all day and why he can't hold a job and why, you know, and, you know, ultimately he says, like, my real job comes first. I'm and, just not doing it right and, now. And I told you, that's where Grant Morrison fucked me up because the, the first issue was fine. It was good. It was okay. I, I liked the, I liked, I li- Yeah, I liked the first issue. Second issue started getting boring. Third issue, well, I'm, I'm obviously I need to be on drugs. Yeah, third issue, you definitely have to be on drugs. But I, I do like I want to see this in the movie, man. If you don't stop. starring Ryan Reynolds, he could do it. But really, for Grant Morrison's Green Lantern, it's got to be like somebody else. No, it's got to be Ryan Reynolds in the Deadpool outfit with a Green Lantern symbol on it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a Grant Morrison story. That's funny. All right, let's do some news. Let's do it. We should have a like, uh, like her. Uh, <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like the new Avengers movie in development at Marvel will feature young heroes. What says Marvel fans are prepared for some big screen changes in the MCU following Avengers Endgame? We've been told repeatedly that the fourth Avengers movie will mark both the end of the first decade of the franchise and a new beginning for it. One obvious way to do that would be totally revamp the team's lineup. And if our intel is correct, that's apparently exactly what the studio's got planned. Um, sources close to We Got This Covered, this is where this news have confirmed that a new Avengers movie is in the early stages of development over at Marvel. Despite the title, the lineup being touted for the film is a group known as the Young Avengers in the comics. Next generation of heroes. Specifically, we've been informed that the rejuvenated roster will be made up of Kate Bishop's Hawkeye, Hulkling, Iron Lad, Patriot, Wiccan, Stature, and Vision. All Bettany's vision. Who the fuck is Iron Lad? He's that's he's the young Avenger. He's a Kang, a young version of Kang in a Iron Man with Iron Man like kind of tech. Wow, skip right over Ironheart, huh? No, no, she, he, Iron Lad came first. It was a young Avenger. These motherfuckers don't care who came first. I mean, they clearly do, because <laughs> this whole lineup is like the one before all the the stuff that you white people don't like. <laughs> <laughs> you call Oz you white people? <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's like. You know, I was speaking to Oz and our audience because we know our audience is all white. They get angry at Marvel inclusion policy. Oh, look, they fucking they yell at us for talking about deadly class. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, this this was the like the next team. It wasn't in the comics. It wasn't a replacement team. It was just a, a side story and and you know a little bit of different. But this lineup is like. 
they have a more accurate Young Avengers lineup than they do a Avengers lineup for the first Avengers movie. Yeah, and and we all know Tony Stark, Captain America, and Thor are all going to die in Endgame. And in fact, I if you follow oh, us on Instagram at Fantastic Forum, I posted video proof. Well, not video. I took stills and put them together of proof that that Tony Stark is going to die in Endgame because we see Spider-Man dancing on a stripper pole trying to make that college money. <laughs> if you're not following at Fantastic Forum on Instagram, you're missing out on some hilarity. You have no idea. I get really bored. Like, nuclear fission happens on its own. You have no, <laughs> you have no idea how bored I get at work sometimes. So yeah, so they there was a thing on, this was a story about six months ago, where they cast a girl for Avengers Endgame, and it's the it's actually the Asian girl in, I think it's the Asian girl in Deadly Class. I know she's in Deadly Class, for sure. As, as she's acting as who? An well, Asian? The, the rumor, the people's first instinct was Kate Bishop, that she was cast as Kate Bishop. They, don't, they haven't said who she's cast as, but she's in Deadly Class, working with the Russos, and then... She got cast in Avengers Endgame as well. But it's like one of those, you know, somewhat famous young actresses. So they think that she would be Kate Bishop. (laughs) That just seems like a jump. I mean, it was a jump then. Now it doesn't seem as much of a jump because, you know, you would think they would put her in Endgame to kind of usher people into the next wave of movies, you know? Like, you're probably going to see every one of these people in Endgame on some level. Every one of those new Avengers? I think so. Now, why would they go that route as opposed to, like, using the people? Like, why not do, like, a Captain Marvel, Black Panther, you know, Doctor Strange team? Because I think those people are up for renegotiation. No way. No no way those people can be up for renegotiation. They've only starred all in one movie. Well, two. Well, Captain Marvel, uh, Miss Marvel only one, but everybody else in two. I mean, okay, I'll give you that. So that's two already. And then you don't know what kind of picture deal they signed because the people that are dying off got the, the, the shit end where they signed up for like nine movies for a flat fee. And then they renegotiated. They got a little more or whatever, except for Terrence Howard. R.I.P. <laughs> oh, but, um, you know, you guys might have done maybe a two, 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 three movie, which puts them, well, at least the dude from... Black Panther, at least, I guess, four movies because he's going to be back in Endgame and Black Panther 2. So maybe he did four movie deal. That would put him in renegotiation already, you know? And Doctor Strange, there is a talk, there's a Doctor Strange 2 coming out and uh, there's a, re- you know, that makes it four movies already, even though we've only seen two. But that's four movies in, can, in terms of contract. Mm-hmm. So... It might be one of those things where they did maybe five appearances. So the fifth one, they could either choose to do a third Doctor Strange or another Avengers spot or whatever, you know. But if they're going to do a new franchise or revitalize the franchise, they can't use those people. If they by the time that movie gets to shooting, that would be their fifth movie. They're not going to pay that much for them. Not for all of them, at least maybe one of them. Because they got to have a mentor on those guys. I know in the comics they didn't really need it 100%, but for the dumb movie-going audience, they're going to need some kind of mentor or something along the lines of the Avengers Academy, you know? How does Spider-Man fit into all this? He doesn't. All right. 
doesn't he? I mean, he's not going to be in New Avengers, this Young Avengers movie. I guess not. That'd be cool if he was, though. He could I mean, be. If it was an Avengers Academy, then yeah, it'd be tight. He's but both. He's it, both young again, and an Avenger. Young for that. Like you could do the the guy from Into the Spider Verse for that. That would work. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, but why can't you do Peter? Why can't you do Peter Parker from MCU? Because he's he's a kid still. He's still learning. Right. He's young. And an no, Avenger. Why can't he be on the team? Oh, that's retarded. What, why is that retarded? <laughs> Spider-Man was in the new Avengers. I, look, I don't, Larry, I don't know what the fuck kind of hard-on you have along with everybody else. Spider-Man being on a fucking team. Like, you listen, know, for like 40 years, he was a solo guy, refused to be on any team. Listen, I'm not disagreeing with you. What I'm telling you is... I don't want to see him on a team. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> and if you don't want that, that's okay. But... Spider-Man was on the Avengers. Like, you know that that happened, right? Right. And he's, you know, he was in the Avengers in Infinity, in Infinity War. Yeah. Right. No, I'm talking about, like, in the comic books. Yeah, I get it. The, so he was in the comic books, and then he's in, you know. And look how so, well it played for him in the comic books. Huh? Look how well it played, for, it, it played out for him in the comic books. Aunt May got sniped. <laughs> <laughs> I won't lie to you if... If Marissa Torme got sniped, that would be bad for me. I'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> is, is that how you'd react? Oh, no. That's exactly it. Like, oh, no. I'd be like, Marissa. <laughs> the emotion. Fine. She's too I'd hot. Be She'll be fine. <laughs> That's fair. He's not a young, young Avenger. All right? He's already an Avenger. This young Avenger, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do with this movie. I don't know what the story is going to be. It's got to be on a smaller scale than than Infinity War because it's basically starting over, you know? I feel but like... I think that Young Avengers team could even take a Chitauri outbreak, you know what I mean? They're probably going to have to do somewhat of a secret invasion maybe on a smaller scale. I just can't imagine that they'll just ditch all the other people that are like these like more seasoned Avengers. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I agree with Oz in the sense that the big three are going to go away. Like, yeah, they're too expensive at this point. I, I, I mean, no, listen, they'll kill Captain America. They'll like not banish, but but Thor will go and become like, you know, the all father. So he'll be like friggin King Thor and have to stay in Asgard mostly. And then Iron Man will just be like not so much retired, maybe oh. retired. And he'll do cameos like, yeah, every so often Robert Downey Jr. will show up and do a little bit. And that's what will happen. He could be the AI that like guy. Right. <laughs> Right. No, they'll just, like, they'll, they'll, just, they'll just film his, his head for a little bit. And the I mean, the Iron Man suit, the Iron Man character in the suit is all CGI anyway. Exactly. So it'll exactly. just be him in the helmet. Right. And then maybe like one scene with him with the helmet off. And that's it. Maybe. You don't need it. And and but what I'm saying is that'll happen. What what I don't think will happen is the focus will shift to these younger heroes and we don't have any like Avengers that are like the ones that we've seen. Like I think I I still think Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, like all those people are good like Falcon, like those people are gonna be Avengers. You know, look, even even uh Winter Soldier, like all those people are gonna end up in some form or another, like it and if they don't end up being avengers somehow then somebody's made a mistake because literally like bucky probably should be the next captain america and dr strange should be like on that team with captain marvel no and no he shouldn't why not dr strange is his own thing they he's part of the the magic world that protects oh, the, the planet Lord. see look 
Now you, now you sound like Mo and Spider Man. Listen, Doctor no. Strange was an Avengers too. <laughs> so what you're but saying I, is I sound I correct. Read Larry, like, thank I you, do. Larry, Larry, thank you for insulting me. Because <laughs> I would never say that about Doctor Strange. Like you and I both know that his solo series don't last. Like he's the one that plays better on the team because he's different than everybody else. Don't get me wrong. I get where you're coming from with Spider Man is like a solo thing. But Spider-Man, low-key, has been on a lot of teams, even before he was an Avenger. Spider-Man was on two Fantastic Four teams. Right, but only for the two issues. He had amazing friends. Like, total four, total of four amazing people. friends. Yeah, and amazing friends. Like, I'll, I'll give you that. But even those guys, like, they were just moonlighting together anyway. Like, they didn't, that literally is predicated on the fact that they just have this amount of time to do these things together because they're busy doing their own thing. Yeah. So it's like you can't use Amazing Friends like, like that as that example. But I mean, I'll give you the Fantastic Four. I'll even give you the X Men. But even then, it's like it's for two issues at a time out of the year. Out of out of at one point thirty six Amazing Spider Man issues a year. Wait, out of that what? He like when he did the 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 Fantastic Four. Let's say he, in one year he did the Fantastic Four. That's two issues right there out of 36 Amazing Spider-Man issues a year, depending on the year. Okay. So it's like, still like what? I mean, you want me to do the math and give you the percentage of time he's been on a team? Yes. 0.27%. Man, you do math fast. <laughs> no, I just speak errors with conviction. I don't even... <laughs> I don't even read Marvel, and I know that one of those Fantastic Four Spider-Man things was stupid. The one, the one where he's wearing that white suit, the, the one where he's wearing that white suit with the hexagons, that was that was dumb. I read those issues. That was stupid. That was fantastic. You know, what? I I read those. I read those issues. I'm like, well, hey, you know, let me let me see what Spider-Man's doing these days. Read a couple of those issues and said, nope, gotta well, go you're, somewhere that's else. That's where now. you're stupid, not that because. At that time, you should have been reading reading Ends of the Earth. I don't even oh. know what the hell that is. Such that's good stuff. where that's where Doctor Octopus took his mind. Yeah, and where you get Superior Spider Man from? And it happened a year before Superior Spider Man. That wasn't when he was a, a Fantastic Four guy, though. Yeah, that happened. In fact, the I think in a couple issues of Ends of the Earth, he's actually fighting alongside the Future Foundation uh, for like one issue in Amazing Spider Man. Because I read everything as soon as Doc Ock took over. No, no. I even, I even read the, the cancer issue where he dies. Like, so when when you talk about as soon as Spider as Doc Ock took over, like you're talking about issue 700. Is that the, the cancer Doc Ock dying episode? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I read that. All right. So Ends of the Earth happened, I think, about 16 or 17 issues before that. I'm not That's reading that far. That's took over. So everything after that was Doc Ock in his body. But you don't find that out till issue seven. That that's too far. Look, if Doc Ock was still alive, then to me that's that's the real like, superior. I'm telling you, like if you act like from reading Ends of the Earth, and you're not gonna forward. make me go back and read those fucking issues. And you know what? <laughs> you know what? You you might have said that to me before because there's a fucking reason why I would pick up a, a Spider-Man issue before <laughs> Superior, Look. and it was during the Future Foundation shit, and I hated it. From from reading. But that's because you're reading Future Foundation. You got to read Amazing. But from reading Ends of the Earth, moving forward before, and then finding out that that's when he took over the body, and reading it again, it's a, it's like reading a, a whole like thirty, seventeen different other books. 
even though it, I've read him reading him for the second time. You know, if he wasn't wearing the black costume, then he's not my superior Spider-Man. Oh, jeez. Wearing armor Mark II from the game. Hashtag not my superior. <laughs> I I got a story that I got to just mention because it, it points to why this website, which somebody in our community has a hard-on for, uh, why this website is stupid. I'm going to post this picture in chat. So this this image that I've just posted from 1992, I want you guys in chat to look at it. And do you, can you identify it just by this little tiny, tiny image that I posted? Oh, Lawrence, you're not in chat, are you? I'm not. Damn it. Why do you have to ruin everything? Don't worry. I'll watch him call it. I'll get in chat real quick. I was That was on my ninth birthday. So the, Whose helmet is that? Oh, I hate that. Oh, I've seen that already. Right, because it's an it's image from, from 1992. So this image was posted by Marvel Entertainment in, in Twitter, and the, the tweet is X marks the spot, hashtag yeah. Marvel Comics. Yeah, I saw that. Comicbook.com, in their story about this image that was posted, says the identity of the mysterious helmeted character remains unknown, but the tease may have to do with the 2019 X-Men event that Liefeld teased he was working on last year. Who the fuck looks at that and does not know that's not Magneto? Well, it may not be Magneto. It's either Magneto or Judge Dredd. Because the sides sides under the eye part aren't long enough to be the Magneto helmet. Also, it could be X-Men Last Stand Juggernaut. (laughs) <laughs> that's true too wait in but, 1992 hey you don't know where they took influences from but like you know Liefeld on his own twitter put up like a, a a modern version of that character like a full body thing with that with that similar helmet and it doesn't look like magneto well i'll say it like this maybe i shouldn't say it doesn't look like magneto what i could say is it could be anybody i saw that fucking symbol in the gifted and i knew that was magneto Oh, you guys aren't watching The Gifted, are you? I, I haven't watched the latest episodes. Is, is Magneto in The Gifted? No, but he gives his he gives Polaris uh, basically a coin that's that image, but red. And then she uses that to shape it into the uh, into her Magneto-like tiara thing. But but the X, that X is not like associated with Magneto. Like, that's, that's more a, of a that's Cyclops. Not a, that's not an X. That looks like Magneto's helmet. No, I'm going to say something very politically incorrect. So if you're sensitive uh, to that kind of stuff, cover your ears. If Magneto's wearing that, he's going to look like a retard wearing a helmet. So it it doesn't look right. It's well, more of a Cyclops thing. It, it's a it's a Liefeld drawing. <laughs> um, that, okay, it might make more sense, but it's still, I don't, Liefeld isn't that great, but I don't think he would make a helmet that small. The you Cyclops I mean? wear a helmet? I thought it was just a visor, and then sometimes he has a skull cap. He doesn't usually wear a helmet, but he's getting ready to come back. And so who knows? Like, it might be. I mean, Cyclops has already kind of, like, done the thing where it's like. It's just like the Racer X suit. Well, I'm not. I mean, but I'm just saying, yeah, there's a little bit of that going on, too. But what I'm trying to say is, like, he's kind of, like, leaned into the whole. He's an amalgam of Professor X's ideology and Magneto's ideology, you know? I can see Cyclops wearing that over Magneto. Yeah, Cyclops could totally wear that. And it's like, and it would be more like a thing where it's like, okay, I'm kind of like best of both worlds type of deal. I forgot who I was talking about. I, mean, I still think it looks stupid, but. Goddamn apologist. It's not an apology. I, look, 
I just it, have it, to it's been better than you. It's dated 1992. Was he was he already going with uh, Magneto's ideology in 92? No, absolutely not. Well, then there you go. Ipso facto, but ergo, that, however you want to say it, I'm right. <laughs> that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that Liefeld didn't do uh, a X helmet for Cyclops back then. Oh, you're giving Liefeld way too much credit. It wouldn't have made sense then, but maybe it makes more sense now. You know what I mean? We we've both met the man. You don't give him that much credit. It's not credit. It, it's just it's just him doing what he does. Like you know what I mean? Like it's like function or wait. Are you are you crediting Liefeld with drawing functional stuff? I want to know what the rest of the picture has. He created that's pouch man. Part. He created a character that is all pouches. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That's functional. It is functional. Now when his head is a pouch. It, it kind of is, though. Yeah, he had no eyes. You don't need eyes with your pouch. <laughs> but that's why That's why you got that X-Men with all the eyes. You can be his buddy. There it is. That's a Grant Morrison creation, though. Yeah. I mean, you know, they talk to each other. <laughs> it's all, all right, about synergy, course. man. Liefeld and Morrison need to be more like forget-me-not. Five people get that. <laughs> And none of them are on this call. No, no, I, I no. He's, he's, Lawrence and Mo better get that one. I mean, I get it. <laughs> you, uh, heck, do you don't know who Forget Me Not is? Uh, no, I haven't read that yet. How That's about a, how about Tom Morrow? Oh, I I know I've heard the name Thomas Morrow, DC. Yeah, yeah I know who that is. Got free, but Tom Morrow is more known than Forget Me Not. No, you know, Forget Me Not. You know, it's not that. Memorable. <laughs> that's that's, the point. That's, that's, Isn't it ironic? Heck, you gotta look up Forget Me Not at some point. He's uh, he's the booster gold of the X Men community. Uh, then I don't care. Like he's he's I'm their, not looking he, that up. he's their greatest hero and nobody knows him. What else is happening? Uh I was trying to read a news story, but this news outlet actually asked me for money on Patreon. So oh never to, mind. Uh you all uh, are. Do you, are you all familiar with Alexandria Ocasio Cortez? Yes. Yeah. She she's a terrible person. We we did a show where <laughs> we did a show where high school Larry Mo, Mo was that. talking about uh, a hot congressperson, and the person that I remember him talking about it is not half as hot as this chick. Oh no, a- Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is is pretty hot, even though her eyes are pretty far apart. Yeah, that's uh, that that. <laughs> But still, she's still hot despite that. She's hotter know. than the one Mo mentioned. <laughs> no, because the other one's bisexual. <laughs> wow. Listen, listen. I know the one that Mo likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's from cool. your state. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Okay, so listen. <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she's a, a new, newly minted member of Congress. Newly uh, minted, fresh pressed. <laughs> see, see. She's uh like ultra progressive, F- former like, bartender. So, I, like straight yeah, out of my I, heart, I guess. Yeah, la- last last I I think a year and a half ago she was a bartender. Now she's a member of Congress, but because she's like really far left, or I won't say really far left, but she's left. She's much more left than a lot of the the super other, left. The other Democrats, like the the right, really makes her seem like she's communist. Right, she's not. 
but still, you're right. They do. They do. Like she is a target for the right in a lot of ways, which is really wild because it's like they're building her up and they really shouldn't. Well, every time it backfires on them. I I would say I would say the the left has built her up as the as the future of the party and. That's why she's a common the, target. The left the right. has, well, yeah, well, they have. The left, like, the le- I've seen a bunch of left people shit on her as much as right. Yeah, well, exactly. now, like, well, now, now that she, now that she's actually in Congress, she's uh, making a, a lot of enemies in her in her own party. But during the Politics, elections, the rule of shitting on everybody during <laughs> during the election, she she's been she's been built up as a party leader by who? Not the party, definitely <laughs> the party. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's interesting, but anyway. So uh, the like on Twitter and of course in other news outlets. Like the generally speaking, the Democratic Party is trying to rein her in some because she's like out there. She said she she because of who she is and you know she's being a her, woman her, of color. Yeah, her being young and Latina and like not really like having like a, a certain amount of 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 cool status. Having thoughts. <laughs> Like people are looking at her and like listening to her, and the Democrats are like, "Hey, we got to rein her in because she's out here saying all types of stuff that is not necessarily in line with the party line." And so um, that became a new story in and of it, in, in and of itself. Exasperated Democrats are trying to rein in Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, right? So how's this related to comics? How's it's it related coming. to comics? Yeah, it's yeah. coming. I'm about to tell you. So basically. Twitter got in and they were like, hey, you need to leave her alone. And one person, one person on Twitter said, let me try to save you folks some time here. You cannot rein in Latinas. They rein you in. Hashtag you're the Latina. Hashtag future is Latina. Right. To which Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez replied. And she said the, the, she, she did a quote. None of you understand. I'm not locked up in here with you. You're locked up in here with me. And who did she attribute that quote to? Alan Moore. No, oh, good for her. I agree. <laughs> I was like, dude, that's I, that's I, very that's a quote from the Watchmen. That, that's very creative of whoever she hired to do her Twitter. Yeah. Wait. So you all think uh, she hires somebody to do? Her I think Twitter? all politicians I mean, do, not just her. All I of them, except for maybe I, Trump, because because the shit that he tweets is obviously coming from him sitting on the toilet. Oz. Oz, really, dude? The chick is like 30-something years old. You think she hires someone else to do her Twitter? Yes. Why? Because that's what politicians do. Oh, right, man. Uh, she's a 30-something-year-old Latina politician. Right. And I, I, and look, before, before she was a politician, I guarantee she, I'm pretty sure she did it all herself because that's what people of her age do. But once she got into politics, just like you have people writing your speeches, she's got somebody doing her Twitter. Maybe so, not, maybe so, not, maybe not a hundred percent of the time. But I guarantee you, there's so somebody, clear. there's somebody on her staff handling that. Just so I'm clear, in your mind, Donald Trump, the seventy-year-old white man, does his own Twitter, but the thirty-something-year-old Latina doesn't do her own Twitter. Well, that's why he has two Twitters. Yeah, you could but tell. You could he, tell when he, when he did it sitting on the toilet, and when like somebody did it for him. Not on the toilet, and he has one for when he is on the toilet. But but he he uses both those twitters, right? But the one that when he's not on the toilet is the one that somebody else does. Is the no, professional I, I got one you on that? What I'm saying to you is, why would she not do it? I think she does have two twitters. But you know what? Because she should be too busy, uh, you know, being in Congress than to tweet Alan Moore quotes. 
dude, she's been Congress in Congress ain't doing jack right now anyway. A week. Again, she should be too busy. Oh, okay. Like, this is where they need to be even busier to end this fucking shutdown. You can't end it because the people don't want to end it. How can she? How can she end the shutdown? She's Latina, right? I don't know what that means. Look, I just read a story where she was running around the, the Senate offices looking for McConnell's office because she didn't know where, she, where it was. Why would she know where McConnell's office is? She just got there. Like, why Why are you acting like she should know all of this? I'm not acting like she should know all of this. She, the one that called the press, had cameras following her because she's going to give McConnell a, a letter and then doesn't know where the office is. You would think she would research that before she called the press and said, hey, Let's take, let's get cameras and go to McConnell's office. Okay, all right. You like? I guess you're right, Oz. Look, I I would I wish Donald Trump knew where Mitch McConnell's office is. He just goes oh, to the big building with the with the dome on it and assumes McConnell's going to be there because that's where Trump they go. Knew where Five Guys was. <laughs> he he didn't want to spend that kind of money. Or that 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 rib place from House of Cards. <laughs> Instead, he's planning an, a birthday party for an eight-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as political geez. as I'm getting in 2019. All I'm saying is you're lucky he didn't go to hamburger stand. Look, there's some Wendy's in there. Ha- Wendy's hamburger. don't freeze their shit. You know, you know why Wendy's hamburgers are squared? Because they don't cut corners. Word. No, they, well, you know what they actually do? They cut the circle into a square. Oh, that's cool. And then they <laughs> use that at the edges to make the chili. I'm not mad at that. That's why the chili is the freshest thing they got. Wendy's? Because it made out of all edges? Yeah, because they got to do it every day. And the shittiest thing they got what? is the taco salad. But I think they do They do all of it every day, right? I mean, they do, but, you know, <laughs> they cut out the edges and then make the chili, and then they worry about everything else. Everything else is just sitting there. Wait, are we talking oh. about Wendy's or McDonald's? Wendy's. But Wendy's doesn't cut the edges. They're, they're squares. No, they cut the circles into squares. Oh, and then use that to, to make, make chili. I like the baked potato. <laughs> Dude, it's the only fast food place that has baked potatoes ready to go. When are we going to do the fine dining show that we always talk about? When the hell did we talk about a fine dining show? Talked about, well, not a fine dining, but a, a, a lifestyle show where we talk about whiskeys and cigars and food. And that That's part of the premium on Podbean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard you and Hector doing a show about pops. We're not. We talked about that two years ago. I tried doing a, a rehearsal one, and it lasted fifteen seconds. Look, I'll do. I'll do a whiskey <laughs> show. Just let me know. Mo did all the pre-planning, and yeah. it kind of kind of fell down. With Hect and I doing it, it would be you know two minutes long. There's not a. There's like a lot of news happening, but all of it's just you know. It, usually, it's, you know, when we do a, a weekly show about comics, like yeah, you know, four out of the seven days out of the week, I'm thinking, what does this matter? We're all gonna die anyway. But when you start pre-producing a pop show, it's like every day is like, what does this matter? We're gonna die anyway. <laughs> I wish you would like the biggest thing in pops right now is like a Michael Jordan coming out. The big you can, you, can, you can't even fill a half hour with that. Yeah. And the biggest thing in Pops ever was the 18-inch Pop Hulk from Thor Ragnarok that nobody talked about. And then they're putting out that Ant-Man that's about the same size. Yeah, Wait, same why size. is the Ant-Man 18 inches? Why isn't it like half giant an inch? Man. It's Giant Man. Oh. Yeah. Well, he said Ant-Man, so. Yeah, but it's the same guy. You know, like, 
Unfortunately, the movies make it all everything the same guy, except for Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket wasn't in it. He was in the first one. Okay, we're gonna call that yellow. Okay, right. He, he called him Yellow Jacket. Yeah, no, you're right. No, you. I'm not. Yeah, no, you're right. There you go. Right. I'm Grant Morrison shit. I'm not gonna argue with. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with Disney. The mouse will get you. Um, what was there news? I Wait, there's that. a Hulk pop in the Hulkbuster suit. Yeah, yes. those fucking Russo brothers, man. They they tricked everybody. They got Pop to do one. Yeah, it might happen in Endgame. No, no, that's stupid. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> See, but wasn't Banner in a Hulkbuster suit? It was Banner. It wasn't in, Hulk, the, in the fight. And and that's the thing, people. I remember when that movie was gonna come out. People <clears> were saying that. Hulk was going to be in the Hulkbuster armor, which didn't make sense to me because Hulk himself is indestructible. Right. So I don't know why he would need the Hulkbuster armor. But see, if you look at the pop, he's breaking out of the armor. Which, so that's what's going to happen in Endgame. Which, which fucks people up even more because that didn't happen. And this, this came out for Infinity War. So that's what people expected to happen. I'll tell you, those Russo brothers, man, they, them and Morrison, they're, they're the Sinister Six. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i this over a pop. The Russo brothers and Grant Morrison are only three people. <laughs> yeah, but they're twice as evil. <laughs> I probably should have said Legion of Doom, but I've had a lot of alcohol. Wrong company. He's like, they're the Sinister Six. I'm like, there's only three dudes. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I love Except it. Except for that I'm one like- Russo brother, Mo says looks like me because he's obviously sexy. <laughs> <laughs> um there's a lot of buzz happening was that you trying to do a sound effect what what the vibration sound no that was somebody's cell phone yeah no that was my, mine i'm sorry oh because <laughs> right after that mo said there's a lot of but, buzz. but oh yeah but no mo was capitalizing of, on it yeah because there's superman red sun we don't know if it's happening or happening um but apparently it is I heard it was animated, though, isn't it? Yeah, animated. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, that's stupid. I want live action. It doesn't <laughs> no, Nobody really, like... I mean, do you want them to do a bad one, or you want them to do a good one? I want they them... Have a, they have a better chance of doing a good one animated. You know what? And I'm pretty sure there's already a, a Red Sun live action movie with with uh, Cavill, and it's somewhere in the Snyder Cut. Okay. The Snyder cut of Batman versus so. Superman. That's how that th- he just cut out like the some of the Batman portions and put that in that movie. Uh, this website, Revenge of the Fans, tweeted about their confirmation about it because it's not really said. There's this rumor and buzz. Oh, that that uh, that well-known, well-established news site, Attack of the Fans. Revenge of the Fans. Okay, whatever. Return of the fans. <laughs> the, the, the point I'm making is that they they revealed some casting details, and they said that Diedrich Bader was going to be in it. Diedrich Bader is one of the dudes. He's, he, he's a great actor. He's in a lot of shit. He was um, Zeta in the Zeta Project, the spinoff from Batman Beyond that nobody remembers. Wait, wait, what? I remember that shit. It was a Batman Beyond spinoff? Yeah, with the android uh, Zeta. I like I have like I'm when you talk about no one remembers I'm like I don't know that I ever knew that I don't think I forgot it I don't know if I've ever knew watched it. the ep- how could you not it was like five episodes wasn't it yeah it got canceled early on because and here's the thing Larry it was like a futuristic X fifty one which is why I liked it mm. it's why it got canceled too. holy crap it was two seasons 
Yeah. What had two seasons? It, it had a crossover the, with Static, the, Batman, the and Zeta Batman Project. Yeah. Two what? seasons. I thought it was like five episodes. I remember it, but not like. The first season, I think, was only six, but. No, the, the first season was 12, but the second season was 14. Oh, okay. So they it were. It went short. a long time. Yeah. It was short seasons for Saturday morning TV. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I'm looking at the, at the air dates, and most of it was February and March, then a couple in April, a couple in May. And then you go from May to the the last episode of season yeah. one is in August. And <laughs> in 2001, at our ages, that might as well have been five years. Yeah, but... And then they do the same thing in season two, where it jumps from May to August. It got moved around a lot because it was a WB network, and they couldn't keep shit straight ever. I, I was in college. I wasn't watching TV. Well, old man. <laughs> I'll take that. I, I remember it, but I... I Personally, I only saw like two or three episodes of it because I remember it wasn't good. Uh, did you guys see more of what of the Zeta project? Oh yeah, I liked it. Okay, I like robots being human. Like that's my shit. I think I would watch it if nothing else was on. Um, well, <laughs> the, the story I was saying was this website released the cast listing. Among them was Diedrich Bader, and then he retweeted their story. Of rumor saying, I'm so happy to be a part of this. And then subsequently was taken down. Of a, like a resurgence of it or what? No, no, no. Of the Red Sun movie. Oh, gotcha. They released the cast and Diedrich Bader was on it. Phil Lamar's in it. And but that's all just rumor, right? I, well, they released a cast list because they have a source. And uh, it looks like, you know, Jim Ward is in it. It looks a lot of like a lot of people from the animated series. Like the Justice League animated series. Yeah. So... Who knows how that's going to turn out, but they made him erase his tweet. Got it. Might be something to that. Are you guys going to watch that, Red Sun? Um, I'll watch it, yeah. I, I probably won't. Why not? Because Dave Johnson's not getting anything out of it. Okay, that's fair. Like, if you look at Red Sun, like, you don't know who wrote it, but you know who drew it, you know? It's one of those awesome books that the art stands out more than the writing. Yeah, and if he, they haven't even like consulted him on any kind of residuals or anything. That's my input to this whole story. <laughs> there it is. I look. I'm gonna go volunteer for the hero initiative. Uh, I'm not gonna... <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna set it right, Mo. We're I give money right. to the creators directly on Patreon. Can you do that? Yeah, like if your artist you like is on Patreon, you could just give him money once a Whoa, month. But I'm saying, is he on Patreon? Maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, gotcha. I, just, I, I have a group of artists that I give money to, but uh, I haven't looked him up. He hasn't asked for it, so that's fair. He's got Ben Ten money. So. Good old Ben Ten money. Ben Ten? Yeah, I think he designed everything there too. Because oh. he was a fan of action for a while. Wow, that's fair. Grant Morrison has a Patreon. <laughs> Does he really? Yeah. Grant Morrison makes money. <laughs> <laughs> but what a Patreon. You can never have enough money. It was Mark Millar that did Red Sun. That who wrote it? Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, I guess this is an organization, Sequart organization. Oh, uh, Sequart. Yeah. Is that is that his thing, or did he just do an interview for them? Um, because he's talking no, about Doom a, Patrol. Yeah, it's a group of artists, but I think it's like an agency that actually, like, I don't. Yeah, because I, I think I saw them at uh, the last Kamikaze. There's no way they're agents that make sure people get paid, like for commissions and shit. Well, it's them directly, and then they pay the artist. It's not doing very well. It has 15 patrons at $42 a month. 
So 15 at 42. Like, I wish Fantastic Forum had that. Imagine what we could do with $50 a month. I mean, technically, we don't know how much we could get on Patreon because we don't have one. Can't get anything. I wish somebody would have suggested we started one <laughs> several weeks ago. <laughs> Nobody's going to give us money. Maybe Larry. That's yeah, man. I like Fantastic Forum. I'll do it. We give each other money. That's that's where it counts. <laughs> I'll give each of you guys a dollar. There you go. Boom. And so it begins. I just bought a new soundboard today. What? Yeah, I bought a new soundboard. It's The USB is the in and out, just in the USB. Yeah, but it's only for one person, so it's the world's loneliest I mean, soundboard. Yeah, but I'm, I'm by myself right it, here. I don't it know. just confirms Mo's antisocial tendencies that he gets a soundboard <laughs> for one. Oh, yeah. The, it, it, my antisocial tendencies are getting worse as I get older. <laughs> I don't like doing grocery shopping. Like, I, I have a soundboard that is for four, but I only have one connected. So mine is actually <laughs> kind of sad. That, that's a waste of space and money. Which makes it sadder. Yeah. That's why I picked this one. It's it's a really high-end one that was $200 for one input, and it dropped down to 44 on Amazon, so I, I got it. How many inputs yeah. are the ones for the, the one Lawrence has? I think like six. How many XLR, Larry? Uh, one, six two, X- three, four. Yeah, it's six. Six XLR plus the other line in, so it's like twelve total, I think. Yeah, see, that's that's the hopeful one. That's the one that still has dreams. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that when we cash our Patreon check, we can go on tour and do theater shows. There it is. You know what? I With remember Kevin Smith as an opener. I remember carrying that hundred pound piece of crap at San Diego, and we never used it. It's not a hundred pounds. It's actually surprisingly light. Oh, look, it fucking felt like a hundred pounds in my backpack. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, I am getting weaker in my old age. They call you Mr. Glass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. That's the, that's that's the key right there, man. That laughter. Hit that rap music, man. We, I'm out. How is that the key? He does that like every minute and a half. <laughs> Look, there it is again. But I wanted it to be because of me. All right. Uh, wrap it up. You going to laugh at that? And he's gone. No, no, I'm here. Oh, was that me? Yeah. Oh. Final thought, huh? Um. Uh. Wow, I don't know what my final thought should be. At least, let me ask you: How? Why was your day so terrible? Oh man. We don't want to go there. Let's talk about something that was cool that happened. Uh, this this past weekend, I participated in my first uh, Splatoon 2 tournament. Uh, it was like a pickup tournament with like a, you know, like literally putting together random people, four people, and they like practice for like four days to come play. Uh, my team and I won the entire tournament. It was awesome. Oh, nice. What'd you guys win? Pride. <laughs> there was no prize money. There was no we we got Twitter accolades from the rest of the Splatoon Two community, and that's it. Congrats! It was my first tournament, and for it to be my first tournament, and for me to be able to walk away saying we got first place, that was really cool. I learned a lot. I've been playing the game wrong this whole time. Even though I was somewhat successful despite that, but now like I, I think of it in a whole different way, and I'm excited to play more Splatoon 2. So 
So if you have a Nintendo Switch, get Splatoon 2. It's fun. I do that. I have a Switch now. So. Yeah, it's 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 an amazing game, dude. It's like the most. It literally, Splatoon is the most innovative shooter that's come out in like the past like decade. It's because you haven't played Fortnite, old man. <laughs> Fortnite's not doing anything special. Hmm. I think the world like, would Fort, disagree. Fortnite but is reskin Team Fortress. It's look, okay. I, I'm not seeing Splatoon at the Staples Center. That's all I'm saying. Hey, hey listen. If you want to go that route, then you're right. Transformers is the best movie franchise. Good for you. Yeah, Fortnite's almost like Second Life at the point. <laughs> like, hey, look, it does its thing. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying, if you're like, oh, well, Fortnite has changed the game. Not really. It just, it, it's popular. And gonna, that's fine. I'm going to point out that the kids still know what Second Life is, old man. <laughs> that's true, too. But it doesn't matter. It's like, hey, look, with the way that things are going, that'll be the next hit next year. <laughs> Everybody's like, playing old games now. Like, they'd every, be like, man, have you played this third life? It's amazing. Yeah. Dude, right there. Every, every game that's like really like, Oh, I mean, it's it's just a rehash of something old. Red Dead Redemption 2, I finished it, had to play Red Dead Redemption 1 immediately afterwards. Because that game starts like an hour after Red Dead Redemption 2 ends. I wish wow, it was really? Revolver. It, it does. You played Red Dead Redemption 1, right? Me? Lawrence? I, just, I, I did not, no. Oh. I did. You know how the... How... As the epilogue, you play as a different character. Yeah. They do that in Red Dead Redemption 2, but the character you play as is Marston from Red Dead Redemption 1. Cool. It's cool. You, you people should play 2 for sure. That's awesome. But it, I, it made me go back and play 1, and I... I didn't realize how good Rockstar was with graphics because one for the for the age of that game still looked good. There you go. That wasn't my final thought. <laughs> that was like a final thought guy then. <laughs> Three final thoughts. Orville came back, man. People need to watch that fucking show. It's a good show. If I watch it, they're gonna cancel it. So. <laughs> It's true, <laughs> dude. They did a they did a whole episode on on porn addiction. And it was heart, and, it, and it was heartfelt. <laughs> it was heartfelt. Yes, hard and heart. Heck, man, what's your final thought? Uh, I don't know, man. Shit's crazy. Uh, Royal Rumble Sunday. If you like wrestling, watch that. There you go. Is Ronda Rousey in it? Yes. Uh, no, she's a women's champion, so she's having a title match, title defense. Oh, uh, women are allowed in the Rumble, huh? Okay. Not when they're the champion. She's not the world champion, right? The women don't fight the men. World women's champion. Uh, I've seen mixed matches before. They fight, and I've seen Ronda Rousey take on dudes. So. She throws guys around, but they don't let them fight. That's all Eugene in the See WWE. The chick that was an MMA fighter. Who? There was a chick that was like an MMA fighter, like actually competing and everything has a record, and she was getting mugged. Oh yeah, I heard oh, about yeah. that. At some point, and she fucked a dude up. 
Yeah. And then she took pictures of them to post on social media. <laughs> the the dude was trying to take her purse or something? Yeah, cell phone. and he pointed a gun at her. She just stayed calm, got up, beat the shit out of him, and then took pictures of him. You're talking about from Brazil, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did see that. Like, yeah, that, that fool looked like he got hit by a truck. <laughs> <laughs> I think in the story it says that when she called the cops, like, he was very compliant because, like, he wanted the cops there because he thought she yeah. was going to kill him. She- Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bad. Dude, home chick is dangerous, man. She had the UFC shirt on and everything. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah, it looked like she was just out of the gym or out of the training for a big match or something. But <laughs> anyway, that's it for us today. Follow us on social media. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Give us suggestions about what you're reading, whatever. If you want prizes, let us know you want prizes because I have shit to give out. That's just clogging up my space. But yeah, as always, catch us here every Wednesday night on allgames.com.